Hi, welcome to Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, the podcast where we randomly decide at the last second who's going to do the intro. This week it was me. I am Big Joey, and I am joined by um, my friends Big Keith. Hello, hello. And uh, Big Melissa the Weldicorn. Can we call you that? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right, cool. Um, well, we'll... Let's 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 jump in, guys. I I first got to point out what a fantastic background. I think you were the most prepared, and most um, not in sync, but coordinated. That's what I want a coordinated guest I've ever seen here. Um, you have your lift banner, your lift shirt, and your lift hard live easy medal all on display. This is fantastic. Uh, normally, I would save that until our guest is on the horn, but I just needed to point that out like immediately how cool that was. Um, that, that takes us into what are you wearing, but obviously like, tell us about that. Yeah. So I'm wearing my meat shirt and like you said, my meat banner is behind me and my medal. And, uh, just a little bit out of camera is my, um, super cool wooden award that I got. But, um, yeah, so I'm wearing my meat shirt cause that was my, my official meetup with the crew. So I am super stoked about that. It will always and forever have a special place for me. That's what I'm wearing. Hell yeah. Keith, what are you wearing? I am in, in honor of Big Melissa being on and our, you know, meeting. I've been wearing the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic shirt. So it seemed like it was fitting. We're, we're with some, uh, you know, some award winning, uh, record breaking, uh, lifter here. So we got to, you know, dress the part. Great. All right. Um, I didn't get that memo. I am wearing, <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a uh, wrestling shirt. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers died last week. Uh, Bray Wyatt oh, no. died at the age of 36 of a heart attack. Um, he was universally loved, uh, brought me back into wrestling. Even some people and some crew members reached out cause they knew how much I, I cared about that. So, um, I found this shirt, uh, when this shirt came out, when his battle with the undertaker and then it went away and I regretted never buying it. And then it came out again and I bought it and it's been sitting in my drawer pretty much ever since. Um, but today we are wearing the uh, Little Lamb Find Me shirt from Bray Wyatt. Uh, today mm-hmm. seemed like a good day. For sure. That's super cool. Uh, Keith is, it is actually one of my favorite shirts. And I made the mistake today. I had to go into my work. And on the back, it says something like seducer, destroyer, uh, something. And it's got like a lamb on it. Something so totally work appropriate. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But like, I wasn't <laughs> scheduled. I was just going in to like shop because it's where I work gotcha. uh, and then people are looking at it. And I think a priest walked in behind me and then I was just going, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So of if course you guys are at the lift hard, live easy, you are aware of my inappropriate shirt choices. Most days. <laughs> I, I did have a job at one. I can't, I can't remember exactly which job it was. I remember more of the, just the attitude they had, but their whole gist was like, if you come in on your day off to pick up your paycheck, you have to like not be dressed like an asshole. You have to be dressed appropriately. And like, they were like, they would like write people up if they came in like in like vulgar clothing. I, I don't even remember. I can't, honestly, I can't remember what job it was or something I had as a teenager, but I was just like, I was very, uh, I hadn't thought about that in 20 years until you had mentioned that story. I mean, to me, it's like, oh, this is a wrestling shirt. But then I'm thinking, yeah, if you don't know that, I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> And didn't his uh ta- didn't his tag team partner pass away just a couple years ago? Also, like so, the other the, the other guy in the, uh, the in their stable. Yeah, they had the the Wyatt family. Um, yeah, Brody uh, Brody died. 
Um, the only one left now is Eric and Braun. And Eric actually isn't under contract anymore, but he was still there for the 10 bell salute, which is really cool because WWE is normally really, we don't let people in unless they're on our stables or our contracts. But for, for Wyndham, uh, if you don't know, he was actually the son of IRS or an Arshyster uh, from the Rotunda family. So they had IRS, uh, Bo Dallas was there as well. Um, so Wyndham was a third generation wrestler. But anyway, that was a good segue. What are you drinking? That is, um, I am actually finishing up a glass of wine. I, um, work at a winery part-time, um, up here in Montana. We're out of Whitefish, Montana. So this is our ultimate. We are dog themed, which is super cute and super annoying all at the same time. Um, but they make a pretty decent drinkable, easy drinking wine. So that's going down. But I do have a can, so I'm prepared for what's in the can. This is an unlabeled can. Yeah, it is. How'd you manage that? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> did, did, did you torch off the paint on this? <laughs> no, this is actually uh, one of my favorite things about living up here is like the connections. So my ex-husband, Matt, um, is a brewer down at Tamarack Brewing, which is in Lakeside, Montana. And it's about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes from Kalispell. But they make awesome beers and they make all kinds. And they just brought this one out. It's actually called Chinook Me All Night Longer. Oh, come on. And, uh, yeah, right? So, good. <laughs> um, so it is a double IPA, which I'm not a fan of IPAs. But I am a fan of free beer. And so he, uh, there we go. Yeah, he hooked me up and I told him I needed a special what's in the can. So this hasn't even been released yet. They just canned it today. So pretty excited about trying that. Yeah. There's two types of beers in the world the kind you like and the kind that are free. Right, <laughs> right. And, and, and both will go down the hatch. <laughs> yeah. Super fan of the free kind. Uh, so yeah, that explains most of my adulthood too. So, you know. I uh I did I did a quick little border hop down to New York recently, so I actually have my hands on some liquid death. Oh, nice! Now I'm assuming that's your uh, your preferred flavor of the un uh, just plain, right? Or- the the unflavored sparkling liquid death. The, they're giant cans now. They're like just the size mm-hmm. of my head. Uh, but yeah, I've got that going. And then um, so a thing that Morgan, my wife, has started is she packs my cooler now before Aww. before That's... we do this and uh so she doesn't surprise. yeah she doesn't <laughs> tell me what's in there That's uh, awesome. kind of I love it so i opened it right before <laughs> and um I, I think she wants me in bed early tonight because there are some surprises in there <laughs> that as as nice. i open them i will announce and embarrass the crap out of myself by the end of this episode some uh, liquid ketamine in there for you <laughs> uh i am i'm not i'm uh i'm knocking out a little mick ultra i've got a easy day tomorrow at work so if i have three or four beers tonight it's not gonna be the end of the world and i always pretty much wash down the i'm you know towards the end of the episode i'm always drinking some uh bottle of water with uh orange mio in it that's something i found maybe about a year ago i like i, I think i'd seen it in the store for like the longest time but never knew what it was at like you know that little squeeze bottle of flavor shot mm-hmm. And I found one that was like sugar free and all that. I was like, oh, this is a this is perfect. I can just turn shitty water into like an orange Kool Aid. Hell yeah! So I've been I go through one of those about a you know every few weeks, just you know 
I think I take umbrance with the idea of shitty water. Like, like just buy better water so you don't need the Mio. Like, what water are you drinking where you're like, I hate that? <laughs> so I'm to the, uh, to harken back to the, I like stuff that's free. I will, you know, start out with a regular big bottle of water and then fill it up from the tap for about a week and before I throw it away. So tap water, I guess would be the shitty water, but I still drink, I drink gallons of tap water a week. Uh, my wife just does not love the tap water. So we always have fresh bottles of water. And I think I go out of my way to refill bottles more than I probably should because I know she never will. So it's my way of like, you know, saving a little bit of money. It's like, you know, go that extra, you know, little, little bit. Um, I was just going to say Keith's wife is right. Uh, tap water is shitty. And uh, <laughs> I've been on that bandwagon for about, oh God, for as long as I can remember. I grew up in uh, West Texas and we had chlorinated tap water, lots and lots of it. So from a real young age, I, I was like, nope, if I have a choice, I won't, I won't. It's it's different up here in Montana. We have some great, great tap water, but yeah, I'm kind of a water snob. My city, we have, um, actually, everybody talks about my city. I live in a, what's a steel city, right? So everybody thinks we're dirty because we have like steel plants <laughs> and stuff like that. That's not why they think you're dirty. Come on. <laughs> um, but we actually have been rated the cleanest water in Canada, uh, our tap water. And I, and I will attest to that. I will drink our tap water. So where I live, I'm, I'm actually on a well, so I don't have access to that clean tap water. I have really weird sulfury um, uh, t- uh, well water, but in the city, our tap water is flawless. And then I'll go to one town over where I work and it tastes like chlorine. Or I'll go down closer to Chatham, Kent or London, which is close to the border, and it tastes like copper. And then I'll come back to our city and I'm just like, yep, I see it. I've traveled this entire country and I've seen it. Our tap water is actually flawless. But I do keep bottled water in the basement, so I don't have to keep doing trips all the way up to get the Brita filter. Yeah, in, in New York State, uh, with my job, I travel a lot, uh, like sometimes day trips, sometimes overnight trips. But I'm anywhere from an hour to you know six hours from home, you know, every week. And uh, I will, you know, usually refill my water bottle at whatever hotel I'm staying at, or like you know, it's like you know, if someone has a sink that I can use. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of places that water is almost undrinkable. So yep. I, I kind of, at this point, I have a map in my head of like the, you know, the, the the 15 cities, towns that I usually go to on a regular basis. And I'm like, all right, I'll drink, I'll drink tap water here and here and here, <laughs> but not, but definitely not there, there or there. So I always have to kind of plan that out of how much extra money I'm spending that week on like fresh gallons of Poland Springs. That's crazy. Uh, but now actually I'm a little confused. Do you know where I'm from? Melissa, you said like you. Did... Uh, yeah, yeah, you're from Canada. Yeah, you're like you're like just south of us by like two hours. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> when, when you said that's not why they think you're dirty. No, yeah. So um, we're actually from northern Montana, is what we like to call it. Uh, where I'm at here. Uh, yeah, no, we get plenty of visitors. We have lots of people from all over Canada come yeah. down and visit. We're right near Glacier National Park. So it's kind of a bucket list place for people. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah my, so we get we get tons and tons of visitors. My my city does not have a a great reputation in Canada, but it's getting better. And it, <laughs> good. Yeah, at least we're not Windsor. So I equated it to Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is our Damn. steel city, and so yeah. if you uh, yeah, if you 
any dirty like Pittsburgh, then uh, you're probably you're working on it there. But <laughs> I love Pittsburgh. I'm just kidding. I've been out there. It's so much fun. But yeah, just talking trash, you know. Oh, I was so excited. I was like, have you been here? Like, I want to hear about that. <laughs> no. no. All right. Keith, go ahead. You've got all the segments laid out on your little spreadsheet here. Well, uh, I'm going to let Melissa take over for a second because she wanted to do a uh, a what's in Melissa's sack segment oh, after yeah. what we we're wearing. So let's everyone uh, drum roll for what's in Melissa, uh, M- big Melissa's big sack. Yeah, so I'm super excited. Uh, we just made talking about water take about five minutes. So I'm expecting this episode is just going to get better. Um <laughs> We haven't broke the two-hour mark yet, but this might be the <laughs> this might be the one. Oh no, this is this is the one. I'm telling you because we're just getting started with my sack here, and I'm super excited. I did uh, not time this this way, but I got my order from uh, you know the other podcast. Um, I got it from their distribution center, so I'm super excited to rip it open and see what what it is I got in here. Well, that's good, and that'll probably Let's see what kind of coolness is going. Sorry, it's it's a little more challenging than I expected. All right, here we go. So I did get, and yet she and she even had scissors. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're that was the longest I've ever kids. seen scissors. Like... <laughs> so I did get the Raise Hell OD Green Raise Hell Lift Heavy hoodie. Winter comes quick here in Montana, so I'm excited to wear that. And I got my very own, Keith, I saw this on your IG the other day, your power lifter, power lifting record holder. Love that shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I feel like it's because every one of us contributed to this list here. Somebody (laughs) somewhere had, had dropped like occupation or single lift or federation just before the meet i remember there was a lot of chatter on the discord about this so i feel like that's a a t-shirt that i personally contributed to and of course so i have a bunch of cool stickers little jefferson deadlift sticker go-to plates of massonomics and then i have my card and so yeah big melissa you're number one in the massonomics record book so yeah, I have it in writing. Yeah, now it's <laughs> official. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm super excited about what was in my sack. Nice. And now nice. I'm going to have well, to order another one because there's a uh, another shirt that I'm probably going to be getting pretty soon here. Well, you might as well wait till might as well wait till next Tuesday, right? Right. Now. Were you in on the, the, the live recording last night? Did you hear about that? That there's uh, I, I don't know. How, I, I, I'm not sure how much they talked about it yet, other than unless someone went back and like read everything in the Discord. I don't know if it was like made uh, overly public, but next week, uh, next Tuesday, uh, will be the uh, in honor of their 50,000 50, followers on Instagram. They're going to do a 50% off for 50 hours, I believe it is, starting at, on Tuesday at, uh, at noon. And it basically, there's going to be 20 items that they'll have pre selected that are just automatically 50% off. And then if you use code, 50 and the uh the checkout it's another 50 cents off and i think each order gets you eligible for a drawing for a prize that i don't recall what the prize was uh, the prize is three uh supplements from mm, fast okay. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so cause... we're all just gonna order vassal blitz 
because yes, that's right. Because yeah. nitric oxide's good yeah. for you. I feel like I'm gonna have to do some shady shit to earn some money this weekend. Then, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening next week. <laughs> Break more records, so, cashing all your swords. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was talking about. Um, yeah, that sounds great. No, I hadn't heard about it. I did miss the live recording. I had a uh, Boy Scouts last night, so you know priorities yeah, totally worth it i actually forgot about it so we had just landed coming back from the u.s and like i said you know i love you guys i know you're not ready for bed yet i'm going outside for a cigar and i sat outside and my phone went like ding event and i jumped on kind of a little late there so it, it happens life gets in the way life gets in the way of yeah. massonomics i guess i guess that's okay <laughs> Now. Um, and Keith wants to talk about how all of the hosts talk funny <laughs> and I don't see it. Yeah. You say, yeah. 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 You want to talk about talking funny? I say vehicle weird. Is that a thing? You froze there. I, I, I honestly yeah. truly don't hear it. Oh, man, that's a damn internet. I don't say Jagger funny. It's Jagger. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. It's okay though. How are you like, supposed to say accepted it? Jaeger. 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 Yeah. So Jager. Like, okay. So I'm extending the A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's an umlaut over it, I don't know. I've earned that. I've earned the right to say Jaeger well, properly. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Except that I was in Germany where they make Jaeger, and it was still Jaeger there. So, yeah. like the like you the know. Germans know what they're you talking know. about. The Germans. You can't trust Germans. They definitely no. <laughs> no. <laughs> History shows. Yeah, yeah. But, those they've made some poor decisions. You can't trust them. <laughs> but uh actually speaking of Germany, interestingly, um, I found out about their quiet times. And God, that's that's very, very uh, enticing. How they have like they have I don't Keith, I don't know if you knew this, they have like one hour a day and all day Sunday. Where you're just not allowed to make noise. You just, you just don't make noise. It's awful and rude to make noise. Um, and that sounds great, except for like like no death metal in your garage while lifting type of thing because you can't bother. Yeah, right. It it sounds great till you're the one making noise, mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, it's, it's not as great. The yeah. the 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 Sunday part, the hour a day, I dig. Like I like that, but the whole no Sunday thing, like. I train every Sunday for like three hours with music blaring from like nine thirty to noon ish. Yeah. So that wouldn't work out for my life. But uh, the hour a day that it just has to shut up. Now is it a, is it like just like is it lunchtime basically or is it like quiet hour like before bed? Like what's the what, what's the what's the one hour a day? I I think it was one to three or 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 twelve to two. I I'm sorry I didn't memorize that part of it, but. You're good. Just, just the idea of being like absolutely mm-hmm. quiet, like as a neighborhood for like a couple hours, like that'd be ideal. It would be great. Now, okay, so I say Jaeger funny. Jaeger is that what you want me to say? Jaeger. Yay. Jaeger. Yeah. Jaeger. Yep. Jaeger. Like right. yay. Yeah. You, you, you're when I hear you say it, it's Jaeger. Yeah. 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 No, yeah you're right. When you and say, say it back Jaeger, to me, we say Jaeger. You say Jaeger. Okay. But so <laughs> I'm gonna post the song. Potato. I'm going to post the song by Corporate Clowney, and he does 
And then there's another one where they, I think they're saying it the way I say it, but again, I could just be hearing it wrong, which is fine. And what do you say funny? I Someone said I said vehicle funny. Like I I, I think he said you I do. made the, the, do I like elongate the H or something? Or yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You hickle it. Vehicle. Yeah, it hickles it. It's not vehicle. Yeah. No, it's a vehicle. It's vehicle. Wait, I even skipped the H. It's vehicle. Yeah, all the one vehicle. I think vehicle. most people do. Oh, vehicle. That, that, that hurts my throat <laughs> to not say the H. Like, they, like I just said it. Like, oh wow, that's that, I don't like that. No, no, thank yeah. you. I told you, just do it. With, like <laughs> we talked about it in the last episode. Just say vehicles. Yeah. Just really make Sarah everybody. Cookies. Yeah, Sarah yeah, Cody's vehicles. <laughs> totally take it to the next level and own I, it. And like, yeah, nobody can mess with you from there. And then I guess, you know, beg and beg and 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 on on paid. Well, you okay, you know why Tanner says it that way though, right? I don't. Well, if if you went back and listened to some of the old episodes, you'd know that he went through some speech therapy. Okay. Uh, so he says a few things a little uh, gotcha. differently and that's actually well, what that makes I'm, me feel bad about it i was gonna say that's why most of us don't bother him for some of that stuff <laughs> and like i thought i thought you knew because you're mr I'm, go back I'm and listen to the old episodes and i mean there's <laughs> I, I, like 97 percent of the stuff's in the vault and that three percent that everyone else somehow every everybody else just happens to know that three percent that i don't fucking know it just makes me look like an asshole but oh well I'm sure I knew it at one point. Then what's the point? Yeah, it's all good. No, no, I'm gonna own it. I'm I'm just gonna <laughs> double down on it now. <laughs> what well, was frustrating? Like Big Jen thought that I Jen Jen because yeah, big yeah, big big. Uh, and I was talking to her under our 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 Instagram, and I even like just so she knew it was me. I said thanks, Big Jen G I N. So I get a kick out of that. Um, nice. but uh, she thought that. I said on paid and under uh, underrated, like, like intentionally, like, like that. I didn't realize I said it on purpose, like as a gag and as like a, as a jab at one of the hosts. So that she was like, she was like, are we just going to not acknowledge that Keith, Keith, Keith said that completely wrong? Like, <laughs> Do you not listen to when one of the hosts refers to our podcast, like literally every episode and says it exactly like that? Like that was the, that was the bit. And I was like, ah, it, it's funny when everyone it's frustrating when bits like don't go over like you think they will and it's like ah like you have to you have, you have to explain the joke it's not a joke at that point i guess yeah no i caught it because i laughed while you were doing it you did that's uh, and I, I thought i thought everyone <laughs> did but i don't know our yeah. podcast mother did not catch it but it's all good somebody somebody also questioned my uh worst case ontario and that's yeah that's a saying up here we're from ontario Instead of worst case, yeah. you know, you say worst case Ontario. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed yeah. you said that on purpose just because mm. it was like a, yeah, a play is. on words. No, I just thought you made it up so you'd sound cooler. That's all. no, no, I'm, I'm no. not that. I'm not that clever. <laughs> You're yeah. not that. I not that guy. That. <laughs> yeah, no, I I listened to you go on about the bag bag thing, um, and even I said bag for years, like until somebody pointed out to me that bag. Like, like it's still a word. It just doesn't apply in that situation. So, like the bag yes. bag conversation, like that was really like personal. That touched <laughs> way deep inside because I was like, oh man, that was me. Like I did it, bag bag, and I I literally had to go back and enunciate bag and learn how to say it right. But yeah, for years I begged 
what do you call somebody who bags groceries for a living? A bagger? Not a beggar? No, not anymore. Not like a not a beggar meister. Like the beggar meister. The beggar. Yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. You know, that's exactly what happens. But I don't know. I went back and I was listening to um, a bunch of the podcast just randomly, um, just trying to get a feel for like the rhythm and make sure like I was on point because I told you I was super excited to do this with you guys. Um, and it, it's it's so great the way it's come along. It's so much fun. And I've, I'm really I'm looking forward to really getting the guest on today. It should be pretty interesting. Nice. <laughs> I think you're 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 definitely the most prepared and excited guest I think we've had so far. Uh, if anyone's not, well, we, we don't post the video, but like we came on the camera and <laughs> Melissa literally has a has a pen and a notepad that she's 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 reading from notes on some you know or she has like a you know a, a checklist, but then she was also making notes and that's that's the one that caught me up. I was like. Is she making a note so she can uh, harken back to something at the end or something? Like, I, I'm like, what is she making a note for? I don't know. She's just, she's just I, being I, Ron Burgundy. She's just like drawing kitties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's just so <laughs> bored. She's just drawing cats at the end. She's gonna be like, and remember, Discord, go fuck yourselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know if that makes. I don't know if that makes me sound cooler or more lame. Just like, That's cooler to me. Is the highlight. I'm yeah, cool. sorry. The, the two is coolest guys on this podcast love spreadsheets. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're taking notes isn't going to come there. Preparation is an awesome yeah. feature. Of right? It is. I agree. I agree. I, uh, one of my coworkers today was basically like, why don't you apply to be like a project manager? Because like your OCD and like ability to like see and fix problems, like you are like would be a perfect project manager. It's like, yeah, I've done that a little bit here, but the extra the little bit of extra stress by dealing with the people, like the the task itself of like seeing a problem and fixing it, but then having to be managing the people and when they're really the problem half the time, it's like, oh, I don't know. Oh yeah. So. It's way easier to go to the person that created and can solve the problem and say, Hey, I fix this for you. And then you just have none of the responsibility of doing any of it. That's fantastic. That's essentially what I do. I took the management role, but I don't think I'd ever take a role above management because like, no district manager. Yeah. That's your job to fix this. I'm just going to tell you it's a problem. Yeah. I was offered a lead position kind of in my job and I'm just like, no, thank you. I like exactly what I do. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm a, I'm really happy just making parts and welding all day, uh, shuffling papers, not my jam. And I really have a problem with other people's children. Like, I don't care how old they are. Like, <laughs> I really, like, <laughs> I yep. have to work up the energy to like deal with other people's kids. So, uh, yeah, yeah adults are not like, I, I don't know. That's not, that's not my, there's some people that are made for it. Some people that totally can do it and that's their jam. Um, it's like the customer service thing. Um, and it's funny though, because like at the winery, um, I, I do really well, but I think it's because it's a very single serving, like very short interaction. I don't yeah. know day to day if I'd be in the same spot. Uh, well, yeah, I, I wasn't always good at what I do. And, you know, sometimes you had to be pulled aside and, you know, you, you're the, you're the first real manager or leader they've ever had that's what somebody told me once and it's like yeah they're stupid and yeah they make mistakes and they don't know what they're doing 
but it's because nobody has ever bothered to show them. So you have the chance to be a leader in their job, but ultimately you have a chance to show them more in their life. And if you right. can commit to that, then you're probably going to be a good leader. And I was just like, damn it, I can commit to that. <laughs> I can do that. I want to do that. And so, but I mean, it, it, everything has an expiry date. I don't know if I'll keep doing it for very long, but uh, for now I'm enjoying it. No, And I, I love that you bring that up. Um, I'm a huge fan of like leadership in theory. So like yeah. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, like um, there's a few others like Jocko Willink and like um, Dave Ramsey. There's just a bunch of other ones that kind of have to do with business and leadership. And like, mm. as a theory, it's, I mean, it's uh, a leader is an amazing. Um, it's something that you have to aspire to something you have to work towards. Um, and that's more and more as I see it, as I listen to it, as I get into it, like it's a skill and it's a skill you have to get better at and you do have to have experience with. So I love that you say that. Yeah. Ultimately though, whenever I have a new hire and I, I explain to them, you know, I will show you everything I can. I don't know what you don't know. There's going to be holes. You're going to mess up. There's nothing I can't fix, but ultimately the best thing I can offer you is to never need me again. And I will breed into you independence as hard as I can so that when you have something, you know where to get it yourself without bothering me. That is not because I want to do my job. It is because that will make you a better version of yourself. And sometimes that hits and sometimes it doesn't hit because you're still getting three or four calls a day. And eventually you go, you can't call me anymore. Like I'm off. I'm with my family. You, the next one you're going to have to figure out and you know sometimes they flounder sometimes they don't yeah take care of your own monkeys like mm -hmm. one of the the things i've listened to is like training your people how to watch like take care of their own monkeys they come set your monkey on their desk or on your workstation and like no man that's your monkey take your monkey with you yeah i try to translate that into raising boys like i have four boys and like just try to try to make that the thing where they can they can take care of their own monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. The best I can do is give you the guidance to do it. Well, well, we got serious goose real quick. Hey, I know. I know what happened. Keith, bring something up. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're, we're, we <laughs> get back to the show folks. So in the discord, it was kind of short lived under the announcements tab today. I don't know if anyone saw it. Uh, someone had made a comment about how, uh, Tanner could sell a shirt to some, I, I, I'm, I'm butchering it, but the, 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 the gist was like Tanner's a great salesman. And then we just gave really corny examples of what it was. So did anyone uh, have anything uh, they wanted to give an example of what Tanner could sell? And I, I'm, yeah, I should have prepared that better. Sorry. No, that's perfect. Um, it's actually funny you mentioned that because I was waiting for the question about, um, and I don't know if this is supposed to come later, but where we talk about the the mathonomics piece you missed, like the the thing mm. that you should have bought, the t-shirt you mm. should have had. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I was thinking about that earlier and I was like, oh, it should be the all go no show t-shirt. <laughs> like, and I was like, I might not buy it just so I can lay claim to that and be like, Yep, yeah. I'm the one who missed it. <laughs> but yeah. I think I plan on buying like six six shirts next week and I think I probably will not be buying an all go to shirt just <laughs> just to kind of live play into the gag of like 
I know it wants to buy it. I don't know. I just want to be on that. I want, I want to be on the right side of history of not buying the Algo. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I feel like the right side this time is abstaining. So, yeah. yeah. But they, uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, Tommy had a, 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 a quick YouTube video out today that was about kilo math, and it kind of harkened back to something that he talked about on the podcast literally like seven years ago. So I found that kind of funny that, like, I, I, I was almost excited. Like, I think the funniest bit would have been instead of like recording a new video, like going through like how he does the kilo math and like the little math equation that's like his, his little cheat sheet. If he just like went and pulled the video from like the 2016 YouTube video where he talked about it kind of for like two or three minutes. And I think that would have just like that would have almost been like worth it to just post that as like new content from just the podcast literally seven years ago. Uh, but one thing I noticed, I don't know if anyone else has caught this yet on I haven't seen it on their podcast uh, YouTube videos yet, but some of their shorts and uh, like like t- today's you know kilo math like YouTube's given me ads. That's the first time I've had a, a massonomics on YouTube that came with like a, a, an actual ad that I had to sit through. So I don't know. Are they uh, are they switching up the game and making some revenue on YouTube now? Well, I would hope I would hope that they are. No, yeah, they definitely deserve it at this point. It was just, it was more caught me off guard because I had obviously like I'd never don't think I've ever seen an, an, an ad. I never had to wait for an ad to watch a Massonomics video. Uh, so it kind of I was like, oh, well, good for them that they are. It wasn't, I'm not knocking it. It's just more of a it was there something wrong with my app or did they, uh, you know, step into the 21st century, try to make a little money off this thing. See, he doesn't remember Tanner's speech therapy, but he remembers. Tommy talking about kilo math 200 episodes ago. <laughs> I see how it is. Because <laughs> well, I listened to it like last month, I think. Because like I, I, you know, I drive like you know literally 20 hours a week, so I uh, consume a lot of media. Uh, you know, with I can I I listen to a lot of media with my ears. I, I listen with my ears. <laughs> He's got ears like a hawk. I've heard that's how it's done. Some podcasts you listen with your ears. <laughs> yep. I, I was waiting for you to say I have ears like or, uh, ears like an eagle, but I guess that wouldn't have uh, that would have that would have been too uh, on the on the nose. Eagles, the eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, the eagles. That literally. This week. Oh, I was I was hoping we'd bring that up. Like you don't yeah. like this band. Oh yeah. my god, I don't like that band. Oh. Yeah, Tanner Tanner posted the video on IG. And it had the Eagles playing in the background. It was like I didn't a see that. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, we continue like to a, influence a them. Short. Yeah, um, it was great. I was like, "Is that the Eagles?" Yeah, I'm sure that was not accidental. That makes no. me so happy. Oh, it does. It honestly, <laughs> it it just again tying us into the the MCU, right? Um, but I did want to point out how. You know, most of you that were commenting probably are listening to right now and just how everybody kind of came for me. Everybody came after me for my little hot takes. What I do love is what, like what Tanner said is having hardlined opinions on things that don't matter. And I want to point out, I was having so much fun just trolling, just being an utter menace. And then Keith, without me even prompting him, took my side and we were just, it was like we were just battling just like the snide comments from the rest of the crew in a good way. And I just want to point out that was a good little um, camaraderie between me and Keith there that just like he would, he just took my side and he might even agree with me half the time. 
but that was really funny for me. And, and, uh, but that was again, just the fun I want to have where who cares about the Beatles. When somebody was like, Elvis is a boy band. And I was like, yeah. And like, I just, what did you think I was going to argue based on my own logic? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Do you take umbrage with the fact that he's a band and he's all by himself? Was that the, like, hit Yeah, thing? like, I, that doesn't even make sense. Of course he was. Of course he was. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, no, I, I love when the other host, uh, threw down the story of, of the, the vet and the eagles and, yeah, my response was just America. Like it was so <laughs> like ah, oh, it's everything, everything like I, I buy into. Like I totally buy it. I, I support that a hundred percent. So I'm like, yeah, Eagles weren't as great as they were, but now now America. Like they yeah, now are. they are. Yeah. Damn, fucking yeah. guard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no. I gotta get behind the vets, man. That's that's what I do. So yes. I always do like when you have some music talk and like a certain song comes up or something. Cause like, I don't know if anyone like has caught on yet. Like I will specifically take like top sets that week to like a certain song that is brought up or it doesn't have to be necessarily be controversial. Like uh, I remember like last couple of years ago, one of the hosts mentioned when he was playing basketball in high school, they'd always come out to Jerry Reed's Eastbound and down. And I did randomly deadlifted it to, to that song, you know, that, that week. And it's just, like, anytime someone has something like I'm not, I'm, it might not, if it's not a song I'm already familiar with, I'm probably not going to go search it out. Like, like, uh, like big, big, big Ryan's PR song that he talked about last week. I think I like briefly looked at it and gave it a couple seconds. I was like, yeah, no, I can't listen to that. Yeah, but, no, uh, no, that's not songs you. that I'm already, yeah, if it's songs <laughs> I'm already like, if it's songs already in my wheelhouse, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go take my working set with that and post it to Instagram just because it's like, nostalgia is not the right word but just like it's it's relevant in the moment and if it like makes one or two people that like followed the podcast and discord that week kind of just uh you know chuckle that i then i did my job um i've been trying to bother you to listen to bridge city centers uh so put that put that up your tailpipe um yeah like i forget I, they're i think they're called black grass but they're technically like honky goth i don't know what i don't know what you would <laughs> call them um but sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know what they're actually there is a term for it um but they are very bluegrass oh no i'm forever rolling with honky honky golf <laughs> i love yeah, that that's what I, I, I just was, picture uh, that's the first time i've heard I, that term yeah, you know, yeah that's what it is bunch of black silly geese running around like little <laughs> actual geese I didn't make the honk reference. I didn't make that connection. That's great. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I love it. Yeah, the, um, the black actually, metal crew. Um, yeah, Big Murph and I had a, a moment um, and when we were at the uh, Lift Hard, Live Easy Classic, uh, waiting our turn to go up and, and lift some weight. She uh, she mentioned the interrupter. She was actually singing one of their songs, their punk band. And the lead singer is actually from Missoula, Montana. And I've seen them a couple of times. They're one of my favorite bands. So her and I had a moment. I went and grabbed my uh, beats and I gave her one and I had one and we were listening, getting down a little bit just before we went out to lift. So yeah, yeah, music is super connecting and super important. Like, yeah, we're talking about making a uh, bad bitch uh, playlist. See, See how far that goes for the chocolate chips out there. There are lots of chocolate chips. We're we're growing, man. We're coming. Hey, we're growing. Well invited. I'm excited about it every time I see it. Um, 
I see that you put gauge of strength on here. We don't, I honestly, we don't, have to t- we, we can, we can push all these for another week too. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to, I don't want to hear the word gauge again for like another, Oh God. For like another five <laughs> days. Yeah. And, 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 and this will actually be relevant because anyone, li- anyone listening to this episode right now that wasn't in on the live recording of the Massonomics podcast last week will likely listen to the Massonomics podcast on Monday and then listen to our podcast on Tuesday. And you will notice that I think Tanner said gauge 74 times last night. <laughs> uh, Tommy, Tommy probably said it a few times himself, but oh my God, it was, it, it was like to the point that like I commented on it because it was, it was so, so a lot. Yeah. Say gauge again. Say yeah. gauge again. <laughs> one, one, one more time <laughs> for the, for the cheap seats. Oh, we should probably make that meme. I'm going to make that meme while we chat, while we chat. Um, we can do it. Yeah, I got it. I can do multiple. So, things. Big Melissa, did you want to take a uh, crack at an ad read, a little sponsorship read this week for the uh, yeah. podcast? Our our financial friends and you know backers of this uh, little podcast. Everyone is kind of a fan of if you're listening. Absolutely. So, um, so if you're looking for some new friends to meet. And you want to have a silly goose time. You're trying to lift hard and live easy and hoping to find love in all the wrong places. Dial 1-900-MASSONOMICS. It won't do anything, but you can get online and join the crew. Join our Discord and listen to our podcast. That's how you make it happen. (laughs) That was uh, very... Very, that might be the most provocative ad read we've had so far. I mean, uh, <laughs> yes. there might, there, I'm not sure if there's any. I, I don't even know if there's a close second on that one. So that was uh, <laughs> when she had she had uh, she had she had given us the heads up. There was going to be it was going to be a, a, a 900 themed ad read. Like in my head, I got it, but I didn't get it until I heard it, and I was like, oh, now I get it. So that was uh, I enjoyed yeah. that. That was that was that was that definitely is on brand and silly goose for us. I we appreciate that. So that's for you masters out there. Um, mm-hmm. Anybody younger than that, you might have to Google it. Uh, just <laughs> be careful; it gets it gets pretty dicey out there in one nine hundred land. So well, I think I brought fun. it up the one time. Remember when I was talking about party lines with with scants? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was scants. And okay. then I was like, yeah. you guys don't, the old you guys party lines. Was... Yeah, the old party lines. What yes. we, they were called is like because like um, the phone only rang on copper. So you would have one line and it would go to everybody's house. So if the phone rang, you might get your neighbor's phone calls. Those were called party lines. But then in the 90s and late, or maybe the early 2000s even, if you happen to get home late and turn on any local station, you had some guy and these like just dancing being like, oh, call up my ladies. And they would just be like sitting on the bed with the phone being like, we're lonely, call us. And that was the that's what party lines turned into. That's what they turned into. Yep. It's when you had to pay for it by the minute. Like our internet kids out there don't know anything about that. But um, right? yeah, I remember I remember watching uh, Attack of the Killer Bimbos on TNT uh, wow. back when cable. Yeah, cable was the thing. And it was all night. Um, and they had like a bunch of B-movie horrors kind of like just playing all night. And I use the term horror loosely compared to what yeah. is out there now. It's like Attack of the Killer Clowns, Attack of the Killer Bimbos. 
Um, but they would run the ads kind of in between. So uh, anybody of a certain age will definitely remember those. And uh, everybody else just Google it. It's still out there. That was basically was that was that the was that the the, the Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs or was that the the counterpart on the other channel that was similar I think because Monster Vision was like I think it was similar there was um okay yeah there was a female host who had okay. a very low cut shirt cut, was it Elvira that wasn't it. Elvira it wasn't Elvira no it was um she was blonde give me a moment I'll I'll think about it because I, I used to. I mean, I used to watch it. That was like what was on cable yeah, well, I, at night. I would. I definitely grew up like on like, like, and you know, you could always go to the movie store and like rent VHS tapes. You know, to harken back to one of the other episodes recently. Uh, yeah. But like, <laughs> like all the movies we watched, all the, like half the movies I watched as a kid were just like shitty B movies on on CBS or on uh, on USA TBS and TNT. Yes. Like it was just like, like USA had some of like the worst corny, like sexy, raunchy That's movies. The one. It yeah. was the, it was, it was USA, it was, it was USA, it was all, USA night. Up all night with Rhonda, Rhonda. Yeah. I watched a lot of USA up all night as like a 12 year old, probably. Yeah. I was, I was probably a little bit older than that, but yeah, I was still, still watching that. So yeah. So- Speaking of old, terrible horror movies, um, well, not terrible, but um, have you guys seen the new Sonic movie yet? No, no. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the other one. Either. Okay. Uh, if you haven't, the first, the, the first one's great. First two. The, well, there's only two now, isn't there? The Sonic movies? One. Isn't there two? The ones with Jim Carrey. There's like yeah. two. The second yeah. one just came out last year. The second one just came out. It's on Netflix now. Oh, I've seen the second one then. Okay. We went in theaters. I have kids like i wasn't getting out of that one yeah well i love jim carrey so as soon as i saw he was in it i was like i'm watching that uh within the first two minutes um he actually says klatu barada niktu when he sets up one of his traps and and eliminates one of the guys before knuckles shows up that's from army of darkness oh what a great as, as soon as he says it, I turned to my wife and I was like, did he just say that? Like, did he just do that on this? And that was fantastic. I just wanted to point that out and I hope nobody else missed it or I ruined something for you. But that was so yeah. cool for me to see Jim Carrey quote Army of Darkness in the Sonic movie. So many layers. Yeah, that is pretty deep. Yeah, literally yesterday, my 15 year old was like, I want to see Army of Darkness. And I was like, cool <laughs> like let's do it we'll do it on this weekend my boys are with me so i'm like we're you're ready you're ready he can handle it like it's yeah be fun. it's not scary but it's not no like, yeah it's pretty silly no. yeah no wasn't wasn't Absolutely. army of darkness was like the third movie wasn't it or was it the whole series army of it was like I'm, I'm thinking of like the one where he time travels not the ones where he's in the army of darkness is the time traveling one yeah the ones in the woods were so there's, like there's evil dead yeah, yeah, Evil Dead was what I was thinking of. Yeah, Evil Dead Two, and then Army of two. Darkness. Yeah, and then yeah. have you watched the? There's of course, a TV I have. Show. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Ash versus yeah, Ash versus Evil Dead, I believe. Uh, Ash versus something, but either yeah. way, yeah, great. Like three quarters of the way through that, I need to actually go back and finish that. Yeah, anything, anything involving that universe, even the remakes aren't the worst, but I think that they're they're trying too hard to be scary. That is a ringing endorsement. If they ever have a billboard, I yeah. really hope that that is up there. They aren't the yeah. worst. I, I love the originals, and these don't suck. At least it's not mm-hmm. Pete. 
I love it. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not this. My 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 wife always laughs because a lot of times I'll say that'll do like or or something to like that extent like like my my most like excited or animated i'll get sometimes it's just like a very like monotone like i can't think of what i actually say but it's like i don't overly like i i, I don't get super high with my emotions on that so she, she always she always kind of like knows that she did good on a present if i'm just like oh that'll work no it's i, I think i just say that'll work and I'm like, but I say it like in my head, it's like, I'm excited. I'm like, yes, this will, this is a functional gift that I actually wanted and I needed that'll work. And it, as opposed to like, oh my God, I love this. I'm, I, I'm never one to like fawn over something. So she, she kind of like, she knows me well enough now to like know that if I say that'll work, that like she did good. So there's so much appro- inappropriate shit I can go off with on that one. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know we're keeping it clean. We're, we're keeping, keeping it clean. this one clean. But also, I love that so much because it's like code. Like yeah, she can yeah. read your code. Love code. And so like, yeah, I dig it. I, yeah. I'm going to normalize that. We're going to make it a thing. I'm going to hashtag the shit out of it. So yeah, it. love code. Love Done. Love it. Well, I think we've been at it for almost an hour. Probably should try to get the guest on the horn. Uh, Remember how I cleaned you know. up all that room on the drive for this recording? And then I was like, that'll be enough. We're not going to go that long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's yeah. get our guest on the horn. Yeah. Kick everybody else out. All right. Uh, Big Melissa Weldicorn, is that you? Oh, my gosh, guys. Hey, what's going on? Hi, sorry to keep you waiting, but you are live oh. on the Unpaid no, Underrated. I am. I am so excited to be waiting. I'm so, so excited to do this. Here we go. We're happy to have you. Let's go ahead and hit you off with uh, what brought you to Massonomics. How did you find us? How did you, you know, dive right into the uh, the whole lore there? All right. So um, actually, uh, my ex-husband, Matt, um, he's he's not big Matt yet. I haven't convinced him to join the crew yet. He's coming, though. He was a, a little jealous when I went to the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic this year, but um, he uh, he sent me. I'm a huge Stan Efferding fan, like Vertical Diet, like all of the things he's done, IFBB Pro, like White Rhino, all of it. Stan Efferding is amazing. So he sent me the Massagnomics. I think it was episode 256 ish. Um, don't quote me on that, but, uh, he sent me the Stan Efferding episode and, um, yeah, I totally dug it. I like, it was just, it was everything I never knew I wanted in the lifting podcast. <laughs> feels like they set out to fix what was wrong with other fitness podcasts. <laughs> and so, um, I, yeah, I got hooked after that and I totally like went, I don't know. I, I listened to Jen Thompson. I listened to uh, Jessica Butner. I listened to like kind of pick and choose uh, the lifters that I knew. And then I started lifting to or listening to the ones I had no idea what was going on. But it was funny because I knew I was doing this. I knew I was coming on, talk to you guys. So I went back and listened to that Stan Efforting episode. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool because there was a meme contest at the time. And so, uh, mostly squat videos, Matt, he, uh, he won one of the categories. So I actually got to meet him at the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic. So, uh, it was kind of cool. And then Tommy mentioned that, uh, Keith Honeycutt had reminded everybody not to buy their hats. <laughs> and then, I, uh, rem- I remember that. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, there was tattoo talk. So it was B 
before anybody had a massonomics tattoo. And so like immediately I was like, of course these guys are ingrained in my subconscious because they've been happening since the very first episode. So Big Joey's now got a tattoo and we're still reminding each other not to buy hats. And uh, yeah, and that's still making memes. So it's pretty neat to go back and look at it like that. I love that idea. I think what episode I came in on, I think I I have to put it on my to-do list to go back and specifically listen to the, uh, well, it was, it was the West side versus the world guy. So like that was because I was, I was following him, I think. uh, And he just, you know, this was like right when COVID started and I was like, Oh, I guess I'll go watch this, you know, story he shared and listen to this podcast. And I was like, I was fucking booked and listened to, you know, every episode since and, you know, the backlog, et cetera. So I really like the idea of listening to the first episode, if you remember what it is, and then kind of like, wow, yeah, I, that's, that, I'm like, I'm blown away at that idea. So yeah, I'm going to probably listen to that tomorrow and uh, try, try to report back next week to you guys on that one. I think, I think mine was yeah. Jen Thompson. I think the first one I actually listened to, um, what it was Stan was right before Jen or? After. Okay. Good. The one right after. So it's Jen yeah. and then Stan. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I think Jen was the first time. And interestingly, also the first ever podcast I listened to. I had never listened oh. to a single podcast because I had no value in it. And, uh, and I was like, okay, like I like their shirts. I like their Instagram. Maybe I'll care about this. And oh. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Now so I'm on a su- podcast. <laughs> right. That's, awesome. that's super foreign to me. I'm a podcast nut. Like I will listen to anything one time on a podcast. My library is like 30 deep. I um, Yeah, I listen to all kinds of podcasts. I work with my hands most of the day. So mm-hmm. it's easy to just, I mean, 40, at least 40 hours a week. I have something just, you know, going in my ear holes, just getting it while I'm busy working with my hands. Well, I, I personally talk to people for a living, right? Mm. So it. That sounds un- awful. Yeah, it is <laughs> unlikely that I'm going to want to do that and then also listen to other people talk to me, right? So sometimes yeah, I, I even come home and my wife's like, I want to tell you about my day. And I'm just like, I need like half an hour. <laughs> I just need half an hour of not hearing anything. Yeah, but uh, Mark Mark Bell's Powercast got, was my first <laughs> podcast, I think. That I religiously Ooh. listened to. I think I had, I had, I think I had like, you know, this was back maybe like 2014 when I was just doing cardio in the gym. Okay. And I was like, you know, wanted to be able to just throw a a, a podcast on and uh, listen to something. Maybe 2000, yeah, 2015 probably. Uh, and you know, just you're just googling powerlifting podcast, lifting podcast, something like that. And I found that, you know, that that ran for you know quite a few years before Mark Mark blew it up and you know alienated everyone and like literally ruined the podcast. Uh, and then I don't, I never, I think I've listened to one episode since he, you know, he's done his own thing with the other podcast that he runs basically. But, uh, I guess I, yeah. And so I found Massonomics. I had like a void there for a few years of like not having like a solid lifting podcast in my world. So it was really cool to kind of like find that again. And then find each yeah. other. Yeah. And then, and then, and then crew it evolved. Right. Uh, Speaking of finding each other. Tell us about your, <laughs> tell us about it's where to good. find you on Instagram, who you are on Discord, how people even know who we're talking to. So I am Big Melissa Weldicorn on Discord. I am Weldicorn everywhere else. So it's like a unicorn that welds, Weldicorn. 
And um, it comes from my boss went to Fabtech, which is like the Super Bowl for fabricators. It happens in Chicago every other year. Um, he went two years ago when it was in Chicago and they had a like um, it was like a Hall H kind of like Comic-Con. <laughs> like they have like a, a little symposium. They have like the leaders in the industry speaking and they were talking about women welders being like unicorns. Like they were magical when you find them, but they're hard to find. So um, when he came back, you know, they started calling me the unicorn. And I was like, no, no, I'm not just a unicorn. I'm a weldicorn. So weldicorn on Instagram, weldicorn on Twitter, weldicorn uh, just about everywhere else. Um, on Facebook, I'm at Flathead Metalworks. I have my own welding shop that I do like side work in. I'm not ready to go full throttle there yet. But um, yeah, Flathead Metalworks also has an Instagram page. If you want to see what I can do, if you're in the area, yeah, it's it's uh, it's my life. I love it. Uh, outside of lifting, welding is yeah, it's it's all of it. So, what's the coolest welding project you've ever worked on? Have you done any strongman powerlifting stuff mm-hmm. that like you were just so passionate about doing, or just like an art piece? Yeah. So unfortunately I haven't done anything for a gym yet. Um, I'm still hoping somebody will ask me. I frequent gyms often and point out shitty welds. So I'm hoping like the two <laughs> will correlate. Um, but I haven't been able to do anything yet. Um, as far as like my favorite project, I did seven subframes for tiny homes. So they were like trailers that doubled as the subframe for a tiny house. The houses were built by a company here in Montana and they were shipped out to California. But it was super cool because it was like a real craftsman's project. Like the company that was building the houses really took pride in what they did. They weren't cheap, but they were American made and they were beautiful when they got done with them. Um, It just felt really good to be a part of something that was truly american made everything from the steel we use to the wood it was just it, it was a great project to be a part of that's so cool uh, i just wanted to mention uh, melissa had mentioned her ex-husband matt uh briefly and when because when i asked melissa uh, a couple last week about who i should reach out to she she specifically said oh my, my ex-husband matt he got me into massonomics you know we're on great terms and i was just like i was kind of i was very tentative to reach out to someone's like ex you know you know husband you know spouse whatever uh but he gave me the most in-depth amount of information that anyone's uh loved one uh had had ever given me so i was uh you know i just wanted to kind of make note of like that relationship that you guys must still have on a friend uh, level you know after you know obviously ending the marriage uh for the kids and everything like that's just that was worth mentioning that i would just that your ex-husband literally gave the best information from any other, uh, you know, person. So I was just, that was kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. He's a remarkable human being. Like he is just, I mean, next level person. And then, um, it's funny because the gym we go to, we both go to here (laughs) and, um, it still floors people when they find out like we live together and, um, we still have a great relationship, even though we are exes, um, it's to say he makes parenting with him like super easy. Uh, we're there for each other. So uh, it, it is, it's unique and uh, I'm really proud of it too. That's awesome. So you had, you had mentioned you had four, four boys. What, uh, what, how, 
what's what's the age gap there like like oldest to youngest like how often were you like you know having kids there for a span <laughs> yeah so there was a while where we probably should have bought a tv um so <laughs> i have a 17 year old and a 15 year old so they're um 21 months apart and then i have a 10 year old and an 8 year old and they're um 19 months apart so i have a couple sets of irish twins they <laughs> yeah, i mean they are sure. just yeah um but they are just like the most amazing creatures and they're super supportive and the fact that their mom can like deadlift them like it helps a lot <laughs> so yeah um, my 17 year old just got to the point where like he's hard to beat like <laughs> like if we're wrestling now it takes me yeah he had me pinned yesterday and I was like oh this isn't gonna do I'm gonna have to get back in the gym so yeah <laughs> have to assert that mother dominance that like, nope, just, you know, I'm still the boss here. Being yeah. Strong, yeah. Being a strong parent is really fun though. Right. Like oh I, yes. I remember the one time we were, uh, Oren was getting his, some shots and, um, he wasn't upset or anything, but he's just running around playing, but it was time to go. And, you know, he's three and a half or near four at this point. And he just lays on the floor and he goes, no. And I was like, buddy, you can't go dead weight on me. Do you know what I do? And I pick him up and snatch him up onto my shoulders. And one of the parents went, really? Like, like it was just out of their view that like, you could just throw a kid in the air from the ground and catch him. But it's just like, just stay stay strong, man. Like, (laughs) sorry, you can't. I don't know. Well, and it makes me feel good being a strong mom. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, yeah, you got a strong, strong mom. You got to figure it out. And I got that from a Meg Squats, like her strong, strong, um, like that was, yeah, strong, strong friends. Thank you. I blanked there for like half a second, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. So, um, and then I had a sticker on my welding hood for a long time. The one strong bitch sticker. Nice. Um, (laughs) but yeah, like it's fun to remind them, like, do you, do you know who your mom is? Like, bro. So, yeah, it's just it's it's part of letting them know, like, I don't know, they they, they can't mess around too much with their mom. When I fold their laundry, often um, I'll be folding in between sets. So, like, when I have those, like, two or three <laughs> rest periods, I'm like, just give yeah. me their laundry. Like, give me something to do while I'm sitting here that's not staring at my phone. And then the mm-hmm. joke was, I'm just going to always send my kids to school with chalk on their clothes to tell the other dads what's up. like if they happen to weightlift they're gonna know (laughs) right exactly like oh here comes here comes oren's dad again yeah he's not wearing sleeves (laughs) yeah uh no it's just fun the little guys even they're like ready to come to the gym with me so like they're like i'm like a little bit longer you guys have to wait like one more year but they're they're like ready doing push-ups i mean real real bad push-ups but we're still doing push-ups so <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy i i tell her that like when when i think that you're ready to be down there with me and not do something that's either going to kill me or you <laughs> then you can come down with me right like right. the one time i was like yeah sure buddy come on down i was just finishing up i was doing some accessory sets and i've got the dumbbells in my hand and he's got a five pound uh just medicine ball and mm-hmm. I can see him walking over to my glass scale. And I'm just like, 
come on. And like, <laughs> and he, you know, he's four. He's not listening to me yeah. when I say don't do that. And it was like, okay, we're going to have to wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, uh, he sounds like he's about as, uh, you know, help, not help, uh, as mischievous, mischievous oh, that's not a word. Mischievous? Mischievous. Yeah, mischievous. As, 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 as big Murph's orange cats when he's in the gym there. Just got to keep an eye on him, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I did just like not that. letting him in the basement for another year or two might just be the way to go for or, that. Or until I have more space and I can give him room to do his yeah, stuff, true. right? Just, just set up a little segregated area. Yeah. So, uh, big Melissa, did your kind of love and an uh, affection for just, uh, strength, did that come from when you were a competitive uh, swimmer in high school or maybe before that or after that or? Yeah. So I was, um, I don't know. I've always kind of kept in shape in one form or another, I guess. There was a period where I just totally didn't. And, uh, yeah, I don't like to talk about that part, but, um, yeah, I swam in high school and then I joined the army. And so in the army, I mean, ran push-ups. Um, actually, my best friend while I was in the army, she was a gym rep. She did more like bodybuilding style, lots of reps, uh, lots of sets. Um, but she was always in the gym. And so, uh, I just started going to the gym with her. And I got out and I took some time off. I had some kids and then about mm, seven years ago, five, it was about seven years ago I started going hard again um I worked on my squats I was I was squatting everything like anything everything let's go um and then in the past probably two years I really kind of started getting serious I wanted to become a, a competitive uh bodybuilder or powerlifter or weight training person like I didn't have anything specific in mind I just really wanted to get a lot more serious about it so yeah, that's where that comes from. Uh, would you have done a meet if the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic wasn't a thing? Do you think you had a powerlifting meet on your radar? Was that in the pipeline if the crew was there to motivate you? Or would you think you would have just been like, So, yeah, so definitely I would have put it off and put it off and put it off. Even with Tanner's super motivating video about um, not putting it off and doing <laughs> your first meet, um, I think I would have put it off more. But it came at a time when uh, the announcement for the actual meet came at a time when I really I needed something to look forward to. I was looking for something big to happen, uh, something that just kind of pushed me into the next kind of level for it. Um, so when it came out and I, I managed, I wasn't in the crew at the time. So I managed to get a spot and not be crew. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was fate. Like it had to, had to happen, but yeah, I don't think without mathonomics, I, I would have kept putting it off. I mean, I would have just, you know, made another reason or another excuse or, I mean, 15 hours to South Dakota and I still managed to make the meet, but yeah. And then the crew was just so supportive and so awesome. Um, I was really having a hard time right before the meet. I was sick. I wasn't feeling it. Um, training hadn't gone the way I wanted it to. Uh, at the time I was working about mm, between 70, 60, 70 hours a week and then trying to train on top of it. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of brutal. Um, so I was, 
I was thinking about pulling out of the meet, like just not going. And I got on the discord, I joined the crew, got on the discord and man, I, I could not have asked for any more support. I could not have asked for people to be more understanding and just show up, just do the thing, just don't bail. And it was the best advice I had ever gotten. Like it was so great. I loved it. And so I knew, I knew I had to be there. If there was nothing else I was going to do this year, it was going to be at that meet. I think I remember that. I do think I remember a a few of us. I might've even commented on that too. Um, Just saying like, yeah. You know, getting in. Oh, I think I said getting injured right before your meet is the rite of passage so that you can say this wasn't the meat I wanted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like we yeah. all do it. I Every it single one of like us. That. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like self-fulfilling prophecy or sabotage or something where you're like, oh, I'm injured. I'm not going to do as good as I oh. thought. But like, then that didn't happen. You did great. And Ryan wasn't rude. And that's important. Ryan wasn't rude <laughs> and made you leave. Didn't run this one off. Um, I have now moved on to the surprise the there's only two in there um steve austin's broken skull ipa so okay um, that's something you guys got in buffalo yeah part of me coming to the united states is i need to buy steve austin's ipa every time i'm down there it is so good so i'm pretty happy i'm drinking it right now but it is strong it is a strong beer so we're we're doing it live do it live i just Uh, said i would i said i'd update you guys with my surprise cans because i have a whole thing going surprise can i feel like i want a surprise can now (laughs) um so yeah i remember one thing that kind of caught me off guard uh i met melissa at pounders on thursday night and i don't think you had your openers picked out yet you didn't know anything like you that must have drove you fucking insane oh yeah no i was like i was like what the fuck like how do you not have like mapped out nine for nine like ready to go but uh no it was really cool like to watch like like six people at the table like just offer you know unsolicited advice uh you know and i think you were just kind of like oh this is a i i, I think i could like see your eyes You're like oh I, I found my people like uh, it was just kind of cool uh yeah no it was super awesome i i mean i really didn't know what to expect i've never been to a powerlifting mate much less been in one mm-hmm. and so like we're talking nine for nine i'm like what the what is what does that mean like and i i really just have clueless so clueless i should watch more youtube i'm sure i could have done more research but um i mean up until the last minute everybody like for as clueless as i was like everybody was super kind and just with the best advice i mean everything from like what to eat the day of the meet i went to after that night at pounders i ended up going to walmart to buy like stuff for the meat because i i didn't have anything like i didn't know what i was going to be eating so I was like cool I'll just go to Walmart and I picked up some stuff and I kind of find what I liked and it worked out really well but yeah everybody was just so supportive and it was so funny I walked into Pounders and I'm by myself um I didn't have a plus one while I was there so I walked in and I'm like I'm not sure I can find everybody but I walked around the corner and then there's a table full of Mathenomics t-shirts. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the right place. Absolutely. And I was uh, wearing my uh, kind of fit, kind of fat shirt. So I think that, you know, that was awesome. Everybody was just like, oh, we know you. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was so much fun that night. 
um, yeah. So that was my introduction to the crew, like actually getting to meet people and it was great. And then uh, the other host showed up and that was fun. The other yeah, host. That, was, that, that was a pretty cool surprise. Uh, like that they were, I just didn't think they'd be able to make it out. You know, it was like they had a, you know, a 15 hour day building the booth and setting up the meet. And then it's like nine o'clock, they roll out for like a late dinner or whatever. Cause we're mm-hmm. all still there. I was like, that was, that was honestly, I think Thursday night at Pounders was like probably my favorite part of the whole. Cause it was, it was after like a shitty travel day and it was just like the way to cap off like a, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed Pounders more so than a lot of the other, like just, you know, nothing nothing everything wasn't awesome but i think pounders was like slightly above everything else for me i just enjoyed it because it was like because it because because everything was new it was the first time talking to this person so like i met like six people at pounders like whereas after that it was just like oh okay it's like it's so cool to talk to you but i already met you like whereas like pounders was like oh sweet i'm like i'm like you know my eyes are in the swivel was like oh new person new person new person new person so uh that was cool but uh i really like not being in a hurry there was mm. nothing we had to do. Like there was no place we had to be. So after driving as far as I did to get there and then showing up and uh, Ryan, big Ryan, well, Jack and Ginger, he was there. And then the damagers were there and um, like just, you know, Matt, big Matt was there. So like just sitting down at the table and knowing that like, you know, we didn't have anywhere to go. Like we were, that's what we were doing. We were sitting there, we were chilling, we were drinking, we were like just hanging out until whatever happened next. I, I love that part of it. There was no agenda. There was no hurry. Like it was just, it was really relaxing. We were mainly just waiting to see if the traffic stop and it, this traffic stop in front of Pounders would escalate too much. Right. <laughs> yeah. We got to watch uh, somebody get pulled over. That was yeah, interesting. Was- but not, but now that you have that meat under your belt, uh, outside of like, so say there's not a, like, or do you think you're going to try to squeeze another meat in between, uh, now and next year, uh, before the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic part two or 2024, if we're going to call it whichever? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I met, uh, Big David and his wife, Katie, who ran the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic meat. Um, they're putting on uh, the Shield Maiden in Fargo, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I believe it's like January 13th, and it's an all-women's powerlifting meet. I did see that. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm super excited for that. I think that's going to be like my in-between meet. Fargo is also about 15 hours. I might fly, though, just because it's in January. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that drive that drive's not going to be the same as it was uh, down to Aberdeen. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be my next meet. I love them. The Stentlands, they were just so amazing. And they ran the meet so smoothly. They really have so much invested in it. They're so practiced. Um, I know it was my first meet, but you can you can tell when something is done well and they do things well. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the Shield Maiden. Well, if you're if you're looking forward to that, you're a fan of Big Dave. I would recommend uh, tuning into uh, the podcast that comes out after yours. Yes, I'd love that. Yeah, I'll definitely look. I'm making notes right now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to podcast on a Tuesday. Tune in next week. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wait, wait, no, no, no. Of course I'd <laughs> <listen>. Regardless. <laughs> 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 
All right. So go. I was surprised that you said you went to Walmart. Uh, I heard that you're not a fan of Walmart's, you know, that you're. Uh... Uh, no, Walmart's the devil. Yeah, I like, hate that place. The devil. Yeah, it will make you spend too much money. There are too many people that are unwashed there that just don't try <laughs> in life. Yes. Like, I have no problem like with my disdain of Walmart. Um, but in Aberdeen, South Dakota, there's not a whole lot open at 10 o'clock at night. Or ten thirty, eleven. Whenever we left Pounders, yeah, it was like ten forty five. I think because there is a there is a Target next door, but Target probably closed. So Walmart's usually twenty four seven, and Target closes at probably like nine or something. So that makes sense. And Target's yeah. not that much yeah. better. Like Target, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hair above. But yeah, I don't know. In the states, it is a little bit better. I mean, I can't speak for Canadian Targets, yeah. but Cause, like cause the ones down here, it's it's okay. We'll see. Yeah, there so, aren't. I no, there were, and I. Oh. I think I've told the story before that like uh, I worked at Target Canada. That's how I started my career in this company. That's actually where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, where she worked at the Starbucks in our Target, and it was actually up here a higher end version, right? You go to Target when you didn't want to go to Walmart because you didn't want to deal with the bullshit at Walmart. But now that I've been to several states, I will say that, like, even the Target, yeah, a little nicer than the Walmart, but not by not by enough in most scenarios, depending on where you are. Mm, the one in the one in Niagara Falls was not know. that much better, but also I despise Walmart with a passion. Maybe I just don't like department stores. That could also just be me. Um, I don't like fluorescent lights and and humans. Uh, but every time, every time my wife's like, you know, we have to go to Walmart today and I'll just get that low. <laughs> and she's like, I know. I, yeah, I go to Walmart about once a year for my kids yeah. at Christmas time when they're looking for presents. Um, and they know, even my children know that it is mm-hmm. a big deal to get their mom in a Walmart. Um, I, I like Dr. Squatch soaps. So I just, and okay. I pay ten fifty a bar Canadian to have Mm -hmm. them shipped to me. And Walmart sells them for eight dollars each. Oh. And then we were in there and I was looking and I was like, ah, they're gonna make me come back here. I hate this. (laughs) Like we just that's that's where you just buy like a hundred dollars worth of it so you don't have to come back for Yeah, well that's the goal. Uh, and and eventually the goal is to just send (laughs) See, if Walmart was smart, they'd have like an Irish pub attached where like me and Oren could like, he could sit there on his pod iPad and my wife can go shopping and I just drink a beer and not deal with the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So you won't take your four-year-old to the gym, but you'll take him to the bar. Now I see. That was yeah, well. Mine's going. <laughs> Less things for him to break of mine in the bar. That's true. Yeah. Because it is their bar, not your bar. It's uh, good. So, M- Melissa, yeah. it looks like you're a, a world traveler. Well, maybe not a world traveler, but a, you're a, a North American traveler. You've lived in many a state. I'm assuming that was all mm-hmm. military uh, related, or did you like? Were you just a, a natural wanderer, regardless of military? Uh, so I do wander a bit. Uh, a lot of it was military motivated, but I don't have any problem living anywhere. Actually, the move to Montana wasn't military. That was like 
retirement. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's move to Montana. Why the heck not? Um, my, well, Matt is from Wisconsin. So when he was deployed, I actually went and lived in Wisconsin for a while. Um, I don't know. I love to travel. I love to see new things, uh, especially in the U.S. Like I, I want to, I've done world traveling. There are some places I want to travel more, but uh, honestly, like, like, I, like Walmart. yeah, yeah, I'm not allowed in Canada yet. What? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's, yeah, it, it's fine. It happens. Um, those Americans out there from the North will know what I'm talking about, but yeah, eventually it'll be fine. Um, so yeah, like there's, there's some stuff I still want to see. And I, I just, I will pick up and go like, let's go wherever, whenever let's go. It's going to be a little harder with four kids though, isn't it? Like, uh, well, the, the whole moving aspect, I guess if you're talking about like just going for like, yeah, weekend trips and stuff that's you know but jesus you have the motivation to travel after working a seven day hour week because like if i work 40 hour if i like 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 i have the luxury like i'm I'm spoiled to where like my company like they're pretty harsh on not wanting us to get overtime so it's like i get my 40 hours in unless the project isn't finished like i'm kicked out of the office like you know so there's a lot of fridays i'm, I'm out at like lunchtime just because i've already worked a little bit over so the fact that you were saying you work 60 70 hours and you're just like just motivated to still travel like that's kudos to that because i struggle to travel uh when i'm actually on free time yeah i love it um i I live in northwest montana for a reason the camping hiking fishing like anything outdoors anything i can just get out of town for i'm i'm game so i'm like yeah it's been a 50-hour week i probably still have 10 hours worth of work in my own shop but also i live um, I actually live only about an hour and a half south of the Canadian border. So like we can travel all up around here and there are no people and it's gorgeous, like mountains everywhere. We're in the Rockies. So it, it's just, it's beautiful. So yeah, pretty motivated to travel. I will say I'm the same way. Um, we work, I work in a relatively seasonal business. Uh, so um, like every financial quarter, towards the end of the quarter, we will ramp up and just be utterly slammed. And then you can usually see that my vacations are timed directly after the financial quarter because I will work that fine. I'll do the 40 to 50 to 60 hour weeks, but then I'm going away. I'm going so far away that if something happens, <laughs> you can't get a hold of me. Right. I think last October, I just turned to to Morgan and I was like, yeah, I booked us a cabin up in Muskoka and if I don't care if my store is on fire, I can't come back. I don't care. So I kind of see how like that works where I'm so motivated to, to travel and leave and I'll drive for three hours just so that I can say, Oh yeah, that sucks. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I just want to be so far away from it. Totally get that. Cause next week the Pixies are playing down in Missoula. So it's uh, September 7th, they're playing down. And Missoula is only two hours south of us, but we only have a three-day work week. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to figure that out because like, I'm not missing that concert. It was yeah. really hard to get a ticket. They sold out in like three and a half minutes. Like, yeah, I'll be there for that. So yeah, I'd love to travel. And just as a side note, I am now having which I probably shouldn't be switching up, but tomorrow is Friday. So I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a nod to my friend, Jen Damager, 
She introduced me to Empress Jin while we were in yeah. uh, Western Northeast South Dakota. So I'm having a gin and tonic on Jen. I found a gin up here. Jin, Jen, Jin. Um, yes, Jen my Damager gin, my gin. is the best. Um, she is. We went to the Fergus Festival and they had a thing there and there was this thing called, uh, like, it's like Juniperus Maximus. Uh, and the guy, I was like, so what makes this gin better than others? And he said, well, most gins soak their stuff in juniper for 24 hours and we do it for 72. And then I was like, okay, let me taste that. And oh my God, it was like, I love, um, like tree flavors and flowery flavors and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, it does. It tastes like you're honestly like laying in a pile of juniper. So that is. That's amazing. No, um, I, I'll have to find some of that to bring down for you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Jen is the one who turned me on to this. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm, hooked. I'm hooked. And and it's made in Canada, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. So on my notes here, I, I, I know you were in the army, but then it also says mm-hmm. that you received a scholarship to the Marines or from the Marines? Like how, so you're a, you're a dual branch service uh, (laughs) woman. Um, So I was intended to be, so I got a, I started out from high school. I got a Marine Corps scholarship. I went to Texas A&M. I was in the Corps of Cadets for two and a half years. Um, But I kind of uh, drank my way out of that one. (laughs) So yeah, I had way too much fun in college. Um, So after a certain point, I did decide that it was just, I mean, being an officer was super cool, but I couldn't keep up at that time. I I think my maturity, like I just, I wasn't there. So I went back home to El Paso and that's when I joined the army. So I did have a Marine Corps scholarship, but I ended up enlisted in the army, which was like the perfect place for me to be. Like I'm my 17 year old and my 15 year old, they know it. They're more mature than me now. So I can't imagine <laughs> myself at 21. They're like, mom, seriously, come on. So yeah. Um, yeah. At, at 21, I, I needed to be in like in the, the regular army. It, it And it worked out great. It worked out great for me. I got to do a lot of really cool stuff. And let's look at it this way. If that had worked out, then you probably wouldn't have been hardest lifter and best female masters lifter at the lift hard live easy. Exactly. Right. So everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that's where I was going. He took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. Yes. Now, yeah. since it was your first meet, you probably didn't have like a big grasp on what dots is for Wilkes. So like, Oh, nobody no does. Don't even mess around. I don't even know that. There, I, I, <laughs> I doubt you knew that you were going to win anything or that you were in the running to win stuff. So was it actually a surprise when you won, you know, best masters female and uh, best, uh, you know, you have your wooden prize as well. So like, were all those kind of surprises to you or were you kind of like, Oh, is it my turn yet? Or was it a complete surprise? Oh no, I was completely surprised. Like the very first time. So they, they, the medal was first. And like they called my name and I was like, oh my gosh, like cool, because I'm old, like I'm a master, let's get it, whatever. <laughs> and um nice. I I really I didn't even do like I didn't even PR at the meet, which 
I didn't did, know. Like you don't have a. Yeah, I'm gonna interrupt you. If you don't have a meat total, if you've never done a meat, you don't have any. Like none of your list scout. As far so as, like, no, no, hold on, hold on. Can I just can I just say I, I want to ask a very very serious question? Yep. What does PR stand for? Personal record. Personal record. So the most oh, I've okay. personally ever lifted. Mm-hmm. Not so, a meat record. That, that was my fault, though. No, that was my <laughs> fault. So I didn't have a meat PR. There we like, go. I get that. So there wasn't, like, as far as a meat PR, yeah, I set my PRs. But as far as, like, a gym PR, like, yeah. at home, those, those um, I... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would, but I got all white light. So, nice. like, I, I'll take the trade off any day. Like, there was no, and that's what I was more afraid of. Like, my technique would be off. I wouldn't pause long enough. Like, the judges would hate me. Like, you know, whatever <laughs> the fear is, that was kind of irrational at the time. Um, that, that was more of my concern. And I got some really good advice around it. Like, just get your white lights to start. Like, just get it down so that you're sure what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. So I wouldn't take that back. But I am also looking forward to next year's Lift Hard, Live Easy, where I'm going to totally push those those meat PRs so that the next, you know, uh, uh, same with the Shield Maiden. Like, I'm going to push those PRs in a meat higher. And then it, it gives me something, motivates me to move forward. And lift harder, and then and then live easier. Right, part part do. I was being semantic there because I think that when you say I like, you know, when Keith is saying, "Well, it's a meat PR," like I understand that there are differences, you know. But if I'm in my gym with my bar and my lights and my music and nobody watching, I can do a certain amount of weight. Might even have my belt, my straps, and my comfortable clothing, not my singlet, all of that. But doing that in a meet and maybe giving up a couple of pounds where you've got to, there's no, there's no clock timers in the, there, what is it? There's no lift timers in the jungle. There's no like 30 second counter being like, enough with your setup, lift your fucking weight. So I just yeah. want to point out that like, th- that does matter. It absolutely does matter. Meat PRs are important because meat PRs are so different than, personal prs however both matter both are very yeah and so i'm really fortunate that the gym that i'm part of we do or we did um it just got bought by new owners last year so um up until that point ever six months we would do like we do like a lift day like everybody comes in who lifts regularly there we go through bench, we go through squat, we do go through deadlifts, and then we kind of just like round robin it and kind of do our max lifts. So it, it's a mock meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess great. that's the best way to describe it. So I hope you don't do it in that order, though. Do you, do you bench first? Because that, <laughs> or is it ever everyone yeah, yeah. doing all three things at the same time and just kind of like having fun? No, so we, yeah, that's what I mean by like so. Because if, if I bench squat deadlifts, I don't have an aneurysm. No, we bench first and then oh, uh, we were squatting. Yeah, we did bench first. So, yeah, like it, it was just different. It was like, I, I, and it's nothing like formal. It's totally like chill. Um, but it, it was just kind of fun. So I know even 
like as far as PRs, I I can do more. And now that I know how a meet goes, mm-hmm. now that I've kind of had my cherry pop, like let's go. Like I know what to expect on the next one. And and I was really fortunate that I was at a meet where I had so much support. So I, I couldn't have asked for it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, I undercut myself by like a lot of weight on my first meet because I just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And then, and then on the second meet, which was this, the officially sanctioned one, I was like, no, no, I want to fail every third attempt. Like that's, I'm mm-hmm. going to fail. I'm yeah. going to do 5% over I what that. I did in the gym. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't do it here, doesn't matter. Right. Like I did this uh-huh. first and second attempt, second attempt. So, so, and then I ended up getting a fourth attempt on deadlift and still just shattering all of my records. So, um, yeah. So I found out what else my wife has packed. Um, and if you have been paying attention to Instagram, you have seen this. She has given me, um, a pickleback. Yeah. <laughs> so she has taken two smaller fireball bottles oh, okay. and put yeah. whiskey in one and pickle juice in another. And a pickle back in oh, another. Wow. So I'm going to mute this. That is a very Southern thing. I love that so much. And a very loving yet sabotaging wife. So, oh, she's mm-hmm. amazing. Let's see if I'm one eye in this interview by the end of the. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm three, this might be the most, uh, I'm three beers deep. So I feel you on that. Uh, yes. Do you not know, do you not know what a pickleback is? I've never heard of one, but I get the gist of it. I've yeah. just never Interestingly heard. enough on one of the previous podcast episodes, I probably heard you say it. And didn't register what it was, maybe. <laughs> not ours. Of- I meant the massonomics uh, one where in the yeah. discord, I brought it up and then they started talking about it. I'm going to gotcha. go ahead and mute myself and try and drink this. Yeah. Uh, if I run to the washroom. Oh, you have to leave the video going. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I drink these all the time, but like not during okay. important events. Oh, pickle juice. I guess the pickle juice would matter on what, what flavor pickle oh, juice so is. Too, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bread and butter pickle fan, not a dill pickle oh, fan. Oh, are so you really? I like, I picture it's you like, as a sweet gherkin guy. Oh, hell yeah. Is, but I know the bread and oh. butter to me is Ooh. a sweet pickle, I guess. So how was yeah. how's, how'd that go down, Joey? Uh, the entire point of picklebacks is that went down like nothing. Yeah, yes, that, that, I love it. They so like it's... neutralize each other. Yeah, absolutely. You don't. Yeah, you don't you. taste anything. I'm Interesting. So it's like, excited it's like, boom, boom. for you. Like I didn't even have any of it. And I'm so excited for you. I'm like, man, set me up. Let's go. I was like, where's Big Lou with the fireball? I know, right? The first time I ever had a uh, pickleback was um, me and my friend Jay, who I spoke about with the candle uh, incident. Um, oh yeah, no, that was amazing. By the way, we we went to what was like this heavy metal brunch, and we were the only ones there. We're sitting on this outdoor patio, and there's like heavy metal blasting, and me and him, like, we got nothing to do for the next two days. And the bartender's like, "You guys ever had a pickleback?" And we're like, "No." And he goes, "Yeah, you're okay. about to." And we just spent the entire morning drinking these things, and then uh, yeah, so they've just been a staple in my in my self-destruction for quite some time. <laughs> no, I respect. I enjoyed that so much. Oh yeah. Big ups to uh, my wife for yeah, all, all of this. Amazing. She is actually amazing. All right. All right. All right. All right. What was the pickle that you mentioned uh, there? Big Melissa. You went, I, she had mentioned a, a, a difference. Yeah. It's a sweet gherkin. So it's a yeah. little pickle. They're like the the like smaller ones. I get yeah. 
I'm like trying to imagine. Yeah, I've had those. Okay. Yeah. There's like, they're, like, they're, they're like extra textured almost too, right? Like they're, yeah. Like it's it's, it's kind of got like little spikes on it, kind of. Yep. I do love, I just yeah. love me some strong dills. Dill is such an incredible flavor. I like yeah, dill I mean, with cream cheese and then you wrap it in ham. Like you take like just regular, I don't know, I guess like black forest or honey ham, just like deli slice for a sandwich. The thing kind though. And then you put some cream cheese in it with a piece of dill and you roll it up. Oh my God. This it's sounds like, like a Midwest so salad. Bad. This sounds like your Midwest salad in here. <laughs> that, so, <laughs> that is so close though. Because it came that from like a, That sounds more like a sandwich to a salad than a salad to <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a wrap, and a wrap is a sandwich <laughs> with ham bread. Do you yeah, guys have dill? Do you have dill pickle chips down in the states? Oh, we do. Yeah. Okay, all right. Because we get we the even creamy have the dill. ones that are. Yeah, so we even have the ones that are like hamburger cut, so they're cut long ways instead of in little chips. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, different long. thing. Like, so like 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 chips, like Lay's potato chips. That are oh, like yeah. dill pickle dill, flavor. Dill pickle. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I know like I know crisps. what pickle chips are. Yeah. Crisps. Oh. Okay. Oh, somebody somebody's yeah. been to Europe. Mm. <laughs> no, I just watch a lot of British TV. It, it really is like We call them crisps. I, I watched Ted Lasso this year. That's all that was. Hell of a show. <laughs> That's a really good show. Isn't it amazing? I encourage everyone to watch that show. It's so good. Like, definitely like season season one was the best in the I, I agree. All right. So I have a question based on all of these notes. How do you hate mangoes? What's up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, no, I'm all team right, mango. So... Like <sighs> all right. So um when we deployed to Iraq, we were in OIF one. So we were the first deployment out um after like we crossed the border. So we didn't have defects, so we didn't have like dining facilities while we were there. So when they eventually got them, like nine, ten months into the deployment, they would source the desserts from like local places. So the only thing that was available was mango and rose. Like they had a rose flavored popsicle mm. and they had a mango flavored popsicle. So any dessert we had was either rose flavored or mango flavored. I see. Well, nobody here in the States eats rose anything. We have mango everything. And ever since then, no, no mangoes. No mangoes. Just it, the smell. I, I love, I love mangoes. I can see how that would, would not affect you. Uh, rose water is yeah. an interesting thing is very good for you, but is disgusting absolutely disgusting it tastes like an old lady yeah, yeah like if you're licking an old lady's bathroom yeah like yeah. it really just i, I just can't me. wait for a mouthful of potpourri hook me up yeah um, but it yeah. but rose water is very very good for your stomach yeah when i was in um alaska they would do the rose hips like rose hip tea and rose hips yeah whatever it is so they're just like the little rose bud um yeah i couldn't i couldn't mangoes and roses they're just off limits it's not a thing anymore okay quick game yes go um favorite thing about alaska 
and least favorite thing about Alaska? Oh, okay. Favorite thing about Alaska? Uh, can I just say everything? I fucking loved Alaska so much. But uh, wild everything sounds like riding the line. <laughs> I know. So wild blueberries. Oh hell yeah! Uh, There's a boreal Arctic Circle. Just loved it. Uh, oh oh no! Favorite thing: Northern Lights. Yep, hands down. I've never Northern seen Lights. them. Just, you know, I always worry that when I see them, I'm gonna cry like a baby. Oh my god! It's it is spiritual. So yeah. yeah, it's on my bucket list. So Alaska, favorite thing: Northern Lights. Least favorite thing: probably that the snow doesn't stick. So you have like snow, but it's very dry. It is oh. not wet snow. There's not a lot of humidity. You're basically in the like desert tundra. So it's yep. like very dry, but very like cold. So when you do get snow, it doesn't stick together. So there's no snowmen. There's not really a whole lot of like snow caves. The snow is just kind of so shitty snow. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the worst part. But I love Alaska so much i was expecting bears to be the but you're in montana so like you're no. kind of just used to bears yeah it's yeah. just part of life it's fine when um yeah. when we were i mentioned earlier we drove to muskoka and um and morgan had never been up that way and uh, they when you are living in an area with bears and and mm-hmm. other kind of animals keith you might not know and some of our listeners might not know uh, you have to have specialized garbage disposals like you can't mm-hmm. just have open receptacles because it will mm-hmm. attract black bears and stuff. So I, I, she said, I, this is the garbage can. I don't know how to use it. And I walked up and I put my hand in and unlocked it and opened it. And she was like, well, I wonder why they have those. And I was like, well, it's bears, Morgan. It's bears. We are surrounded by bears right now. <laughs> that is so adorable. I mean, if, I you've, never, so if you've never been a part of it, you wouldn't know. No. I, I wouldn't know unless I had exactly. to Because you're walking through Banff. And you're like, you're walking past the garbage can and you're like, why does that look like that? And then you look down and you see the cougar or the bear tracks next to the garbage can. And you're like, oh, that's why that's like that. Like that, that taught me pretty quickly. I saw an Instagram video this week where a guy was just like walking, you know, crawling into a cave, like a spelunker. And he walked in on a fucking sleeping mountain lion. And I was like, oh, oh. I couldn't imagine just like randomly walking into a cave and just coming to, you know, face to that. Most of the times. By the time you've seen a mountain lion, you're it might not I wouldn't say it's too late because like they're more they're afraid uh-huh. of you. Mountain lions are just big, small cats. No, I I totally would say it's too late. So mountain high lions are super um I mean they're 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 mega predators, like uh, up here anyway. Like it is way worse. Yeah, do they go after humans out there? Because they don't do it, it's not common up here. It's not common, but mm-hmm. when it happens, like it's it's definitely detrimental. Like yeah. you're not getting away with a couple of scratches. Like, well, yeah, if you're in a cave with one, you're boned. But that's what I mean. So, like, uh, but no, yeah, uh, I just I love the fact we were talking about this too because I live in a very um, touristy area. We live right by Glacier National Park, which is a big park, like bucket list park in the United States. And so we do get people from all over and sometimes like the locals complain about, you know, the tourists and, and we were talking about it and I was just like, but can you imagine what it's not 
what it's like to not live around this kind of nature, like Mm -hmm. living in a city, growing up in a city, like not knowing that like this kind of nature abounds. Cause yeah, there's some tourist stuff that happens that we're like, uh, like how did you get here from there? Like there was a lady who bought bear spray and then proceeded to spray her children down with bear spray. <laughs> but it, did she think it was bear repellent? Yes. So like the mosquito spray. Outstanding. It had to like, it had to hurt the fucking kids. It's going to be like super, uh, uh, you know, yeah, gross. Yeah, it's oh, bad. Wow. If you've ever like been around bear spray, it, it's like straight up assaulting your children. Like she could have been yeah. like legally charged with like fucking yeah. neglect or some kind of like assault. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure there was a, yes. But also like it happens because people aren't raised around mm-hmm. nature. Like there are literally people that have no idea what it's like. Um, And then being from here and being like, Oh, that's like, you just, you, you don't even, it doesn't even register that somebody wouldn't know that (laughs) if you if you happen to be uh scrolling on tiktok and now that we're talking about it i'm sure it will come up um people taking selfies with uh bison oh yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. you want you ever want to see some dummies get messed up watch them go close to a close a herd of bison and just get utterly demolished and i've said it before on the podcast i'm not afraid of any animals but i know when to give somebody some room (laughs) definitely the guy that you want to give room to yeah um it's the same thing like when i lived in alaska moose like everybody's like oh moose moose are aggressive they are awful are mean yep they are not nice critters to just like hang out with like yeah yeah so my kids were on the school bus one time and they literally had to go down to the next stop because there was a moose at their bus stop so they couldn't let the kids off. Mm-hmm. Like they just can't. So you have to go to the next bus stop so they can let the kids off. Or the yeah, moose. Cause the moose will just charge anything and anybody. And they're just super aggressive and people don't realize. So yeah, no, but I love. Because they're hug shaped. They're hug shaped. They so are. And I was saying it uh, like mountain lions and cougars, they're actually small cats, but bigger. So their bone structure and their muscle structure yeah. is the same structure as house cats, but they're just bigger and more feral and the strongest thing in like North America. Mm-hmm. So like you look at them, you're like, Oh, look at the little bitty kitty. And no, no, they will mess you up. Uh, but again, it's, yeah. it's not common. Like they don't, they don't hunt humans. Grizzlies might black bears are dumb raccoon bears. Um, but <laughs> um, you know, it's still things you don't mess with on purpose. Yeah. I'm way more, way more afraid of a cat than I am of a bear. Like uh, honestly, a black bear, except for, well, except for cocaine bear. Yeah, Did you see that? Did you watch that? <laughs> that was such a dumb. Sorry, that was a bad yeah. movie. That was a great movie. I know it was so bad, but it was so good at the same time. Elizabeth Banks. Oh, so dumb. I have a hard, I have a hard time consuming some of the dumb, dumb stuff. Yeah, I didn't know Elizabeth Banks is the one who directed it. But that was based on a true story. Do you hate reality? Yeah, no, I. No, I watched some of the Wikipedia. I've read some of the Wikipedia stuff on it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But uh, speaking of, has someone seen it? I got a quick, uh, since I, I know you lived in Alaska for a certain Yep. Has, has, has she seen it or the next version? I, 
No, I have seen it, but I haven't seen enough of it to get like more than maybe a couple episodes in. It wasn't a thing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like it's like late eighties, early nineties shows. Yeah, aren't familiar, and it's like one of the few like really really popular shows that isn't on like a streaming service today for like new generations to find it. Uh, so that's like very frustrating for as a fan of the show. I'm not even sure I know it. Yeah, it's uh, I. I mean, it, it it's on a ton of pirating sites. You you can watch it. I think it's so old. It's even on like a website that just like once something's thirty years old, it's like like the intellectual properties that go away to some extent. So you can like just stream it for free. <laughs> yeah, most masters. Oh, well, that was scans, but that's most, right. most, most masters. Female. Uh, what about li- the the right. littlest hobo? Have you guys ever heard of that? I think I've heard of it. I, don't, I can't put anything to it. Oh, it was about a dog that traveled around and helped solve mysteries and crimes and stuff. It was a Canadian show. Oh, that's why we never heard of oh, it. So, okay, so if you want insight, and I'm going to let this into all of the crew listening, um, we talk about okay. Letterkenny and Nickelback and all of these like Canadian cultural shows. I saw Nickelback live, just saying. Amazing. I don't mean to brag. Yeah. But Littlest Hobo is true Canadian, like iconic culture. And, and it's because Letterkenny is kidding. Trailer Park Boys is like joking. Littlest Hobo thought it was real and he would travel and he would, this dog would go to all of these little tiny Canadian towns and you would meet the, what we recognize as Canadian stereotypes. And it's fantastic. Like everybody's wearing denim, like, you know, you're meeting the Canadian rednecks that are up in Timmins and stuff like that. Like you're meeting all of these. Anyway, I, I when you say Northern Exposure, I thought of that because it is that style of show that once it went off the air, it went away. It went into syndication mm-hmm. on like the Christian television network and nobody like nobody else picked it up. You can't find it on any streaming sites, but it remains a Canadian classic. Oh, that brought up so many things. Okay, so one. Mm-hmm. Caillou. Did you ever watch Caillou? Uh-huh. I hate it. Was Caillou. A, that PBS. Okay. Yeah, so right. that's a Canadian Everybody show too. Caillou. Yeah. It is. So that is my exposure to Canadian cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like uh, everybody hates Caillou. Little whiny baby with then their parents just give in to every whim. Not not a great reflection of Canadian culture. Glad to get your take on Caillou, because I couldn't stand him either. I don't know what was going on with PBS, but I was like, bro, we gotta we gotta get some different programming. Let's get Thomas the train on here. Yeah. We banned and, Caillou uh, in the house and we banned uh Coco Melon. <laughs> no Coco Melon allowed up here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I do remember that. Yeah. Uh Coco okay, Melon. And then so you're the- talking about Go ahead. Nope. I was just gonna complain yeah, about Coco so Melon, ta- so you have a point. I don't <laughs> Um, no, you were talking about Canadian stereotypes. So you're talking about the Canadian tuxedo with all uh-huh. the venom. Uh-huh. Um, also, can I get your take on, um, oh my gosh. Oh, I just lost it. It was like totally there, not totally gone. Oh, <laughs> it'll come back. Let's just keep going. It's uh, Joey, did you ever watch the show Do South? I see it. when you brought up Northern Exposure, I thought you were talking about Due South. Yeah, Due South. So, like, that brings up to Mounties. Are all 
Canadian police officers Mounties? Or no. is that like a uh the Mounties are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um I have to do this without getting political. Um, but they are essentially just the um federal form of government um who I don't even know how to describe them. They might even be similar to the MPs. Like, would you say that they're military police? Like, if you had to compare the two? Yeah. Like, that's what they act as. Um, so, like, right now in Ontario, um, the integrity commissioner has challenged our premier, who would be, I think, like your governor. Uh, and because the governor controls the the provincial police, the RCMP is going to step in and take over. So they would be oh. like federal police. I feel like they're kind of like our national guard. So they're not okay, really yeah. like MPs where they're like the military. So military police police is over the military units. Okay, so like no, no, the no, Army, right. Navy, Marine Corps. Because we but have like we have MPs. Guard, yeah, so our national guard is like federally controlled. So if there's like, let's say a riot in Chicago, like you can use the national guard okay, that's a better comparison right yeah over like and i think i'm getting that right i know they're they're controlled by state but they're overseen nationally so yeah america's kind of weird that way yeah i think that that's a yeah, better description can, scants yeah. would know that better than me <laughs> yeah um, he would. but um he yeah so the, R- the rcmp is yeah. um yeah they are they do wear the red things they are the RCMP Royal Canadian Mounted, so they do ride their horses, um, and then they are they should be relatively feared in, in most scenarios. If if they show up, then you know stuff's gone sideways. Well, and that's why I feel like they're a National Guard. If you have to call the National Guard out, you know shit's just not right. Like yeah. something's not. Yeah, something right. something went sideways, and yeah, yeah, they would take over where you know provincial and municipal can't. Right, got you. And also, do South sucked. Yeah, I was gonna, I, I was gonna uh, harken back to that real quick. Like, I want to say that might have been my first experience to like Canadian lore culture, like yeah, Americanized, an American, an Americanized version Canadian. of it. Yeah, so like, I was like, oh, look, I I understand Canada now as like a six year old. <laughs> did like, you ever watch? Did you ever watch Kung Fu: The Legend Continues? No, I, I've heard of it. No, with with David it. Carradine. Okay, I feel like I should that was, have. Yeah. slightly before my time. I think it was. It's like late seventies, right? No, that's the or original did, did, Kung Fu. Kung Fu: The Legend oh, okay. Continues was in the eighties and nineties. Oh, okay, okay. And I think it was on. I think I saw syndicated episodes, but I didn't really like sit down and watch one. I just wasn't interested. Like I, I was of that era for the Legend Continues, yeah. but I just wasn't like it wasn't my thing. So. But that was filmed in Canada, so there's actually a lot of oh, okay Canadian uh iconography okay. in that show as well but i know yeah. that it was bigger in the u.s than it was up here because it was a u.s show film. yeah no i remember it being a thing i yeah. just wasn't i not my thing <laughs> all right um i think i think i'm ready for something here okay yeah all right do you like science do you like violence Do you want to add a little pep into your next rep? Today's episode is also brought to you by Obsidian Ammonia. Today's feature is going to be the Dim Max Redux, a combination of the most powerful salts from our friends to increase your Kumite. Takes your nose bleach, takes your Dim Mac, and it's going to mess up your life. 
head on over to hypedust.com and grab a bottle. Soon, we will have our own code and hopefully a little more. So tune in more for Obsidian Ammonia sponsoring Unpaid and Underrated. Big thanks to Travis. I reached out to him last week, asked his permission. Um, right now, he says you can use my code. Uh, Keith, do you also have a code? I do not. All right. So you can use code LiftBearded for now. Um, but I will be hopefully getting an unpaid and underrated code from him. Um, not like a huge monetary sponsorship, but like I wanted to be the first to say we got obsidian ammonia. That's legit. Good deal. That's like, that's like breaking news. That's, that was, uh, I think he was keeping that in his back pocket. That would have, that would have been. Wow. No, I wanted I to, I wanted say, to sneak that up. Me and, Nate, the lead. me and Nate have been working yeah. on that for a little bit. And then I was just like, like, what do I do? Cause you know, like between us, between us three and our 200 listeners um (laughs) it's not really about monetary value at this point um but it would be really cool to say we have obsidian ammonia so i was like hey travis what can we do so we're gonna work out a few details where he might not necessarily you know and i wanted to do it before massonomics did (laughs) yeah yeah nice yeah anything to get a just anything to get a hair more exposure for our podcast i'm happy with all right. Uh, so I think that the next thing we're going to do is over and under and rated. Yes. Uh, we had a hit. So I, I apologize. Anyone's questions we didn't get to. We had a, a lot of welding questions. A lot of welding kind of, questions. Uh, sounded the same. Oh, wait, wait, wait. To to all of them, but, uh, you know, no, we're going to, we're going to put them into here. Okay. I was like, only because if Big Eddie sent that anything works. in. Did like, Big Eddie send anything okay. in? Uh, no, I don't think there was some big, there was a big Eddie, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever bought any welding supplies from big Eddie? I have not. I've hit Betty, big Eddie up for info. Like, yeah, he's a Miller guy. I am totally, that's what we run at work is Miller welders, but I have, I have not bought anything from big Eddie yet. He's not in my district. Ah, he's not your rep. He's not your Miller rep. Yep. Otherwise, I would buy the shit out of everything. So I can I can share one little story, uh, a little story from Pounders. Is I'm like I was I already knew like personally like had met in person. Uh, Big Eddie and Big Matt Sesney were both uh, you know weld by profession or like as a secondary part of their job. And uh-huh. uh, you know once I knew Melissa was a welder too, like it was kind of funny that like you know there were three welders in the crew that like all met at like the same time. Uh, it was it was a very Absolutely. well. So that that was kind of cool to see. So, um, I, I do want to get one more, one more question before we get to underrated real quick. Um, uh, favorite army story. Do you have a, do you have like a, a 90 second or less army story that you just, <clears throat> it either means something to you or just makes you laugh every time you think of it? Um, yeah, no. So, uh, when we moved into Iraq, uh, it was our, like our deployment to Iraq, we moved in and I was new to the unit and. I had met about 20, 30 people while we were in Germany that I was going to be like moving out with. We got to Germany and then, or we, excuse me, we got to Kuwait and they're like, oh no, 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 no. You're going to be rolling out with this other platoon. So like everybody, anybody who had met, like I didn't know. And so the army is just like, no, you'll be fine. So I just rolled out with some guys that they were, they were in my unit, but at the time I had no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so indicative of like the army and, and what we do there. So yeah, yeah it was great. Uh, 
I ended up having a great time, great crew. It was your crew before your crew? Yeah. Yeah, it was the pre-crew. Pre-crew. Um, should I explain the rules of overrated or underrated? Um, no, I I think I've heard of it. So I think that'll be okay. We've all been drinking, so we should probably hear them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, should hear the, we should hear the pickleback version of the unpaid. Yeah. As right. well. <laughs> uh, okay. So essentially, we've got a list of, it looks like about 10 uh, things selected for you. Okay. I think we'll only select six. Uh, <laughs> okay. And they are selected just for you. Uh, you have to decide if they are overrated or underrated. And weirdly, do you know how hard it is to not say you have to decide if they are unpaid or underrated? Like, do you know how hard it is to not do that every time? Um, I feel like we should do that every time. <laughs> Sounds like a new game. We'll just take the, we'll just take un, um, overrated, underrated, and make it unpaid, underrated. Unpaid. <laughs> I do yes. like that. Actually, yeah, you might have you might have spent that might have spent some wheels game. there. Um, yeah. Uh, but essentially, you have to decide, and you can't uh, ride the line. You can only uh, you can only ride one horse with one ass. Give your hands up. Uh, no, I was just going to ask that. Could I Could I ride more than one horse with my one ass? <laughs> just the one. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Let's go. I've got the three, and I hope you don't hate them. All right. Unpaid or underrated? Ska music. Oh, underrated. This is underrated. Uh, ska music is. It it just it makes you happy and angry all at the same time. Like it attacks like social issues and has horns. Like it it is all of that. Mighty mighty boss tones. I, I can go on for days. I ska is definitely underrated. Or un un which one is which? Yeah, underrated. Unpaid and underrated. Yeah, under underrated. Okay, go. Unpaid essentially means overrated. But like okay. this is our podcast. We're right. gonna we're gonna do this. Now. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Let's just do it. just an entire canonical swerve in the yeah, middle of our podcast with a weldicorn. Let's do it. Oh, I'm in. All right. Unpaid or underrated, Pippi Longstocking. Oh <laughs> unpaid. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Just because you have freckles and red hair does not mean. You can fly around and have like a talking horse or whatever she did. Yeah, that was, that was years, years of trauma. Like, oh, yeah, I'm no, so happy I could bring no, that thank up. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got me started. Okay. Now, Go have you seen what she did as an adult though? Like the, um, the girl, the, the the girl that like you know played her as a kid. What she was she a cartoon? For. No. What did she do? She. She, <laughs> there was a, uh, so like the, the woman, she's, she's like a 45 year old, year old woman now. Uh-huh. She had a, she had like a, she had a sex tape come out probably like 10 years ago, I think. Uh-huh. If I recall. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was interesting watching as like, and I said, it was like, oh, that's not, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that was. Big right. Keith, you just made that way more interesting. <laughs> like way more interesting. I kind of. I do think the most interesting thing is Keith telling the entire world he watched that sex tape. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> if anyone in the Discord says they don't watch porn every now and then, they're full of shit. 
but not Pippi Longstocking's poor. Well, she's like 50 <laughs> fucking years old. It wasn't like she yes. was like... Uh, no, uh, I... Hey, 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 Keith. Big Keith. Just tell him to fuck off. Like, he can't <laughs> yep. judge you. Why is he judging I'm not, you? I'm not offended. Oh, I'm not <laughs> judging. I'm just laughing. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Oh, I'm just I'm just here for no, the utter I'm silliness. I love okay. it. It's, that is like the perfect ending to that question. I'm going to get roasted for my, my celebrity coin. <laughs> yes, um, I love it. All right. Unpaid or underrated. Yellowstone, the TV show. Fucking unpaid. Like, I get it. It's super cool. I haven't watched all of it. Um, but I, I also feel like living out here in Montana, like, bro, we don't blow shit up. Like, it, I don't know. I get, I get, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't have words. I get the Old West vibe of it, mm. but also, like, it, it's not quite like that. Not quite. I call it the Cowboy Sopranos. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. I have watched every episode. And I, every time I watch it, I, I just turn to my wife and I go, this show's so fucking dramatic. Just yes. like nothing can just happen. Like no, nobody can oh just like God. walk to the store and buy something. Like something no. has to happen all of the time in that show. And it's just overwhelming. You know what it is? It's the 2020s Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a master and you remember Dallas, mm. the like iconic, melodramatic, like TV show that was on in the maybe 80s, maybe. I think JR got shot in like 87. Um, but yeah, like it is just the northern Dallas, it's is, so... as, it, from what I can gather. But I love it. So I watch every episode. But yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it. Okay. I've watched every episode. It is so fun to watch, but at no point am I like, yeah, let's go to Montana to do that. <laughs> yeah. So with Game of Thrones. I don't feel yeah. like I, I'm like in a hurry to get into that world either. But yeah, it does draw a lot of people up here. It does take like the spin-offs are good too, I I feel. And then they I get like, like mauled by bison when they come up there and good act, act stupid. Good. All right, that's my three. All right, I will go ahead and dive mine. Dive right in on mine. Hopefully, my uh, my 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 internet, you know, does good enough that I don't keep cutting out. So, big Melissa, we're gonna go with unpaid or underrated. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> did you say Marky Mark Wahlberg? Oh, I did. I did. That dude is like, he is so underrated. Like, I mean, oh, all the things, all the things. Like, yeah, can't. That's that's all underrated. Does he make your backbone slide? Uh, yep, (laughs) (laughs) yep. I mean, what did you uh, (laughs) from Marky Mark with his pants down to like? (laughs) The grown man that prays at like four in the morning. Like there is nothing wrong with that man. I just, I'm putting it out there right now. Like if he would powerless, then he would be on point <laughs> and we would all be like in love with him. Pretty the much. the other you... guys was a great movie, actually. Oh, so good. 
what did you think about the movie uh what was it fear where he was like played like the psycho possessive boyfriend did that kind of that was one of his first right yeah no yeah that didn't like turn you off to like uh be into crazy for him being crazy that is uh stalking equals love so no like <laughs> absolutely hashtag not. stalking equals love only yeah. when you're first only hashtag. when marky mark is involved yeah i mean yeah if your stalker looks like marky mark then no he's just in love it's fine you're fine <laughs> it's like that series that series on netflix you have you guys seen that yep. series yeah. on netflix I haven't I haven't watched the most recent season, but I've watched like the first three, I think it is. But I, I haven't watched the one where he goes to like England or whatever. Yeah, no, hashtag love. That's <laughs> that guy's just hardcore in love. It's fine. But that's a running joke between like me and my friends. Like that's, And that's, now that's love. Two hundred plus crew members. I know, right? <laughs> Bring it through. Tell me that's not love. I dare you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So my my second one, I'm going to go with robotic welding, overrated or underrated, or unpaid and underrated it is. Okay, so it is underrated. So a lot of um, welders are afraid that robotic welding are going to take their jobs. And one, no, it isn't. You need a welder to program it. Robotic welding is not to the point where it's like AI, where it can decide for itself the rate of travel, the direction of travel, the angle of the work angle. Um, it cannot decide uh, how hot the temperatures have to be set on the actual like welder itself. The, um, I mean, the wire feed speed, it cannot detect all that. It has to be set by a welder. And so it has to be a welder that knows how to weld. Robotic welding has made me a better welder. Um, I run a cobot, which is a collaborative robot. And if I didn't know how to weld, I have to tell that robot exactly which way to attack it, how to get at it, how hard. Like if I didn't know how to weld, I wouldn't be able to transmit that information to the robot. So you have to know how to weld. It's not taking welders jobs. It's taking the boring shit out of welders lives. Hell yeah. I get really fired up because a lot of people are just like, oh, it's going to come take our jobs. No, with the workforce declining the way it is and skilled welders not being available the way they used to be, um, it is just going to help us as Americans manufacture more products in America where we can um, contribute to our own economy. So, yeah, no, totally, totally uh, underrated. Nice. I love that. I love that in-depth answer for sure. Uh, I think a lot of people that ask, like, I had a couple people ask that similar question to that. So it was kind of nice to get your perspective on that. Um, so I got a few more to pick from, but I think I'm going to, I think I got to narrow my sights on this one. Uh, so your last one for the unpaid and underrated game will be Montana Max. Montana Max. Mm, I'm not really familiar with Montana Max. I'm not either. So let's just, I, I, I Googled it and it looked like a restaurant or something or a, I don't, I don't know. So let's move. Uh, no, okay, so not, let's, let's not scratch up where that I'm one. At. Maybe it was okay. something. Uh, I could forget it. Let's go. I don't. Yeah. I don't Maybe it's the lottery or something. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so let's go with uh, Jazzercise. Uh, instead. Fucking Jazzercise. underrated. 
have you ever done that? I did it in Alaska. It was on accident. Don't get me wrong. This was not a life choice. There was a strength and training class that was offered by my college. And because I had extra credits available because my GI Bill, it was a whole thing. Um, I took the strength and training class. It turned out to be jazzercise. That shit's hard. Like it's hard. Yeah. And it's really fun. Like we like Is it like a is it is it, is it basically like a like a like a class which is like a like one of those ninety minute or like sixty minute kind of classes where you just like do cardio mixed with like some lifting stuff or is it all like is it like more of a dance thing because of the jazz? Yeah. So it's kind of like Zumba. Okay. So that makes more sense. Yeah. My wife did Zumba for a long time. So yeah. So it, it, it's more like Zumba where it's like, yeah, like it's it, Zumba was a thing, but the precursor to Zumba was Jazzercise. And gotcha, they used to have gotcha, like gotcha. Jazzercise, um, like locations, like kind of like curves where it was like mostly mm-hmm. women and you would go in and, you know, there was a, but, uh, yeah, you have to learn the routines and like, it's really hard. I had no idea. And I ended up falling in love with it. I joined the last, the local jazzercise club. Like it was great. Nice. Now is that the one that blew up in the eighties, right? Like, or was that something like different where like the yeah. little leotards and stuff? Oh yeah. Leotards, leg warmers. Okay. Cause there's, there's a show on, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the name of the show, but I'm, there's a show with this. It's like the, the central theme is that I just I, life i can't think of it it's it's a it's an apple tv show where yes. like, the, like yes pretend, I've seen like it. she she like created jazzercise basically i just can't think of what yeah like i watch it i, I just I, I don't have apple anymore so. i almost started watching that too actually yeah i can't think of the yeah. name of it though damn it fit something no i'm i'm looking it up right now because uh, I see the ad for it every time but i haven't watched it yet because i've been watching like it's weird like I, I caught up I, on Ted Lasso. I struggle watching it because the main character has an eating disorder, and that like it's it's close home to me. So it's kind of mm. it's hard it's hard for yeah. me to watch that sometimes. It's, it's like oh, it like opens up a can of worms every time. Like she in, in, indulges yeah. in that behavior. So, uh, but yeah, jazzercise very healthy. So physical. It's called physical. yeah physical. Yeah. So it it, it it's good. Like it might it's like it's in your wheelhouse. So it, it's 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 a comedy drama kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's decent, but it's so, definitely yeah. like jazzercise. Jazzercise was so good. It uh, it was so much fun. And then, of course, most of the ladies had been there since 1980, whatever, when it came mm-hmm. out. So they were good. They had a good 10, 20 years on me. And so I was like the young chick. Like, it was great. It was fun. Yeah. Well, we have some good news for you. You did pass over, you know, underrated and over. Yes. Oh, I can't butcher ah, Unpaid and underrated. Yeah, unpaid and underrated. You passed our game that I can't remember the name of. Uh, so that, that was worth all the marbles and you did great. And we're going to hand it over to you. We're going to hand you the reins for some guest questions. Ask the host uh, as you see fit. Yeah, that's great. So real quick, first thing, uh, what did you think of the last Massonomics uh, episode? Death, death before dishonor. She got us. She got us on our own sex. That's, that's that's <laughs> awesome that we I we literally screwed up the our. Uh, I, she's our, been taking our general topics. No, no, you didn't. So, no, yeah, you didn't. You nobody screwed well, up well, anything. Well. Let's just. That's my first question. That's awesome. What did you think of the last Massonomics? Uh-huh. 
I really enjoyed them talking about their gym. Like they have like a, there's like a, whatever it was, it was like 10,000 square foot gym. I enjoyed them talking about their gym. Like that was crazy and all like the powerlifting equipment and the strongman equipment. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I, I know their brand and everything. I don't, I don't think I have anything from them, but uh, it was really cool. You know, I'll probably, you know, go on my way to like look at their website and, you know, maybe buy something now just because they're kind of in the family. So, uh, overall, if I had to pick, if I had to, if I had to put a number on it, we'll go ahead and give it five out of five JDs. Um, I actually enjoyed, interestingly, having two guests at the same time who are clearly in tune. And um, I do enjoy how um, that's out of the element of uh, the other hosts. And, but like, it was just so fun. And like, you know, when she didn't know something, she would ask him and then, and it, but they like, it just was really, it was really fun to hear. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a five. I know it's the highest rating I've ever given anything, but we're going five JD power associates on this one. Right, right. Um, yeah, I totally dig it. I really, really had a good time listening to it. And honestly, like the last part where where she brought up that uh, women were like, oh, I don't want to look like you. Yeah. And her response was like, good, because you can't. Because you won't. Um, <laughs> oh, you I, won't. I love that. Like, yep. My gosh, like her owning it. took me 10 years to get her, here. <laughs> right. Like her owning her like physique and just um yeah the way they they talk to each other they were they were partners um yeah definitely for me i would have to go yeah five five jds all day so yeah i really enjoyed the episode um i've heard of depth before dishonor meg squats i mentioned her before she had a bunch of their stuff like early on i used to watch her a lot when i first started out lifting um, so it's kind of nice that it kind of came full circle for me. All right. And so, so the next thing I came up with this little game. Oh, here we go. It's Ooh. totally, totally unique. Never been done before. It's called either or. And um, it is not just because my 15 and 17 year old pointed out that it is not. Would you rather <laughs> <laughs> it is not the game it is not the game would you rather um i had to set them straight yesterday i made this up all on my own um but it is either or with druther druthers so you guys get to decide either or i will give you the category and then you get to druther it out is this is this one by one or are we both answer each one so there's going to be two for both of you and then one for each of you. And then the final one goes back to both of you. So okay. I will let you know if it's both or either. Um, either or. So um, this is for both of you. Um, both of you. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Protein pancakes in particular. With real maple syrup. Because you're from Canada. And there is like a whole black like what is it a uh, black market yeah there is and but and but no they'll have artificial um maple syrup which is maple flavored corn syrup nope. it's insane it's not Don't that's not it. tree blood i need my tree blood on my klondike pancakes there's a whole like maple syrup mafia there is uh so out of those if 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 i if i'm cherry if i if i'm if i'm shoehorned those to. two um, I'm going to mm-hmm. go with pan- pancakes because uh, 
I so my, my reason with that is pancakes are okay. When I think of a waffle now, I only think of like continental hotel breakfasts, and that means I'm oh, like yeah. traveling and probably like yep. outside of it being on a vacation, I'm traveling for work and I'm unhappy for traveling at work. Uh, so I'll go pancakes for that. But like French toast is better than both by like a thousand percent. But since I didn't get a pick of that one, I'll go pancakes because pancakes can be yeah. pretty good. No riding the but line. French toast is a million percent. All right. right. Yeah. But, now, but pancakes. Okay. Those too. So, have you ever had a Stroopin waffle? I don't think so. Okay, so Stroop waffles are um, their Costco's got them, so they're little dried cookie looking things. Okay, they're yeah. in the shape of waffles, and the idea is that um, they're very sweet, they're very uh, flaky, but if you put them on your coffee in the morning, they get hot and steamed, and they're amazing. Mm. So, if you ever see a Stroop waffle out in the world, go ahead and try it with your morning coffee. It might change your life. Hmm. And they're they're a Dutch thing. So I do remember from the Lift Hard Living Z Classic that Big Jen was specifically looking for someplace with waffles because she was, yeah. The waffles are little cup holders for the syrup. And that made me so happy. Yes. <laughs> like, I love that so much. So yeah, but hearkening back to episode two fifty-six with Staten Efforting. It did come up that French toast was an option over pancakes or waffles. So that's like a little I mean, go back there too. It's an option, but it's not the lowest effort option. Right? Like uh, yeah, I don't know. I make French some shit toast involved. All the time, so. Yeah, French toast yeah, is amazing. No. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. That's your druthers. So the next one, either or a T-Rex. If you could be one, okay, this is, mind you, you are this thing. Uh, T-Rex or a Velociraptor? Is this for both of us? Yeah, both of you. T-Rex or Velociraptor? Keith, you're up. You're up first this time. Uh, I guess but T-Rex because I can work in a team when I need to, but I prefer working alone uh a thousand percent of the time like i i can excel in a team effort or a team atmosphere but if i'm by myself like well because like i'm basing this all up jurassic park where like the t-rex is by himself and the velociraptors work in like prides and packs if you will so like i would rather be by myself than be in a a group (laughs) so t-rex fucking short and shit but you know I guess technically you might be able to bench more though, because if it, if your lockout is just that like that like three inch range of motion, I could probably bench <laughs> like four thousand pounds as a T Rex. So yeah, T Rex one hundred percent, no question. Um, I would say Velociraptor just because I'm actually a small dude and it's easier to like be fast and nimble. I used to I used to be very agile, and uh, so I would say Velociraptor for that reason. We good answers. I love it. All right, this is where we get specific. Big Keith, this is for you. Yep. All right, ready? So you got either either home gym with a ton of room and all the equipment, but you get no friends, no music, and it's in a shed a la (laughs) Like mostly squat videos, that like in a shed, you're not a basement dweller anymore, you're out back. Or 
a public gym. <laughs> uh, you broke him. Like you broke him. Look at the binary run. That's that's hard because like <laughs> there's so many ways. Like there's so many caveats. I could be like, well, I'll just take the whole right. gym and then go to the commercial gym like once a month and get my camaraderie that way. Where I'll just but like if it's like if it's cut and dry, one hundred percent one or one hundred percent of the other. Either or. I'd have to go with the, uh, the 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 hermit aspect and give up my lifting community, and oh. I, still see, I still see people at powerlifting meets. And I could still be like, because like, Instagram is so influential. Like, I could still just like I've got like so many group chats and shit, and like just like friend, like like so many different like circles of friends online that like it would suck to lose out on what I like pride myself on having in the basement. But commercial gyms are fucking garbage. People are garbage. Ninety nine percent of people that go to commercial gyms are pieces of shit, and one percent that I'm gonna miss out on that already come to my house. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I could train in a and. and also, I just have to play the selfish card. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to drive for four or five hours at work and then come home and then drive another half hour to go to the gym. Like fuck that. I'm, I will work out by myself and just you know live vicariously through my phone and like have my living community that way. I love it. I love it. Respect. It's a very yeah. passionate, very passionate answer. Yes, <laughs> and, I love it. In my house, the that's a hard one. That's really hard though because you're you're making me. I don't, I don't wait for machines. The machines wait for me, right? That's the best part of the home gym. But also like, that was a good answer, actually. I love it. Very good. That was really, that was like the hardest question I think I've ever been asked for, like, cause it's like, I still don't agree with either. Well, yeah, well, that's the point, right? You know, um, it was funny because you talk about public gyms being trash. So I train in a public gym and like, it's hilarious because uh, Tanner and Tommy were talking about all the trash things about public gyms, like all the shittiest aspects. And I swear, like my gym hits every single one. Like, <laughs> but there, there is a sense of pride in training in such a shitty gym. Like there is a sense of pride where I'm just like, yeah, but also I'm making gains in the worst possible conditions. So like it it's uh it's it's fun to hear your like I know how much of a gym enthusiast like home gym enthusiast you are. So it's really fun to hear your perspective as well. Um knowing that I train in like the shittiest public gym. The only good thing is like everybody knows it. So like the only other people that train there are like eight year old men and women. It's it's fine. It's fine. All right. Big Joey, this one is for you. Hit me. Uh, all right. So you get to choose between cigars, mm-hmm. Canadian, uh, oh, excuse me, Cuban only, or Jaeger, never to ask what's in a can again. So you can do straight cigars or straight Jaeger. What are we doing? Do you mean Jaeger? I'm confused. So I have to choose between Jaeger. Cuban cigars and yeah. what? Jaeger. Um, Jaeger, but like you can only drink Jaeger. So like your Jaeger sponsorship, your Jaeger lifting team, and you never get to ask what's in a can again. So it's like Jaeger, Jaeger, 
or Cuban or cigars. Cuban cigars. Oh, I'm going with Jaeger. I hate Cuban cigars. That was an easy choice. Oh damn it! <laughs> I think I have that backwards. Damn it! I tried so hard. So if Canadian. You, wait, 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 if you had wait, said Canadian, I'll do that one again. Okay. <laughs> is that what it is? If you had said Canadian it. or Dominican cigars, that might have been backwards. a harder choice because I do love Jaeger. Mm. But interesting point. Um, I don't have yeah. an addictive personality. So I can give up cigars at any time. I have, Aww. during the summer, I'll have one a day, two a day, never more than two a day. Uh, but then I can give it up for weeks on end. A Jaeger, I can't keep in the house. Because I will drink every single drop. So, Damn it. Yeah, choosing between those two, it's mm. it's going to be Jaeger over Cuban cigars. But if it was Jaeger over Dominican cigars and I could only have one or the other for the rest of my life, that's a harder decision. Okay. Well, I'm coming back at you. The next time I'm on, <laughs> I'm definitely coming. Or I'll come after you in the Discord. It's fine. I'm going to figure this out. No, I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you out here. I'll help you out here. If it was between my favorite cigar, which is the Black Lotus mm-hmm. Dominion cigar, which is a Dominican wrap, or okay. Jaeger, I'd probably choose the cigar because I could give up the cigar mm. faster than I could give up Jaeger. Jaeger will ruin my life. Cigars won't. <laughs> so I think that that's damn it. Yeah, okay, that's I think that I I yeah I'll direct that question a little better or a little okay. differently, but absolutely I would take those cigars over the Jaeger. Before I would take mm. because yeah, I love Jaeger. I love Jaeger so much. I I I buy lap. I yeah. buy black licorice so that I don't drink Jaeger all the time. I would drink. Really? Yeah, well, I would, and see, I knew I knew I had something with the Jaeger just yep. because of the like lifting team and like. Yep. But I I didn't know how to pit it against cigars, so I think I think that's where I failed on that one. But, I would drink yeah. non-alcoholic Jaeger. All day. Ooh. All day. Damn it. Maybe I should have. Yeah. You're making that easy. Like, yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool. So the last one. Keith, Keith has a point. He's got his, he's got his finger up. So I have a, I have a, I have a quick question. Tell for me. Us. Do, do, we, do, yeah. do, yeah. do we think that we've said Jaeger more on this episode than they said Gage on last night's episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can make that happen. Jaeger or Jaeger. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to say Jaeger yeah. more than once. Yeah, Jaeger or Jaeger <laughs> is the same word. Yeah. yeah, I think we've said it. No, it makes, it makes the same. Oof. No, I, I actually happen to love that a whole lot. Okay, so my last, my last either or for my very special game that is not Would You Rather. Either the host from the sister podcast, whose name begins with T, or the other host from the sister podcast, whose name begins with T. Mm-hmm. And just in general, like, was there a, you yeah, know, like, put a scenario with it? With a- oh, okay. So either, uh, oh gosh, I missed that one. Because I don't like, pitting our our sisters against each other unless it's like in a, in a funny manner i think that actually hold on no 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 i have insight uh, into this i think i think i see okay. what's happening 
Who do you think is the other host? The exactly that was the point. But either pick um. uh, who's uh, pick the the better host. Pick the better either host. Like I, the the point is that they're who's the other host. So yes, Joey. <laughs> who's the who's the other host? Like yeah. when you when you hear that, when you hear one starts with the T, the other starts with the T, and one's the other one. Um Who's the other one? I'm gonna go with So how do you pick? Well, I'm gonna go with Tyler. Um, <laughs> you know, I miss him. Great dude. His wife showed me how to lift Atlas Stones. You've never listened to an episode of the Tether. Um so I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. That's the one the direction I'm gonna I go. Love it. Because uh, I've listened to the the last ones, I listened <laughs> I listened to the back catalog, so I know who Tyler is. Sure, he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess technically Tyler likes more of my posts than the other two hosts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's say which which host should leave. What? <laughs> I'm just saying which which host is no no longer there. Like the host of the other team. Well. Tommy, Tommy already left. Tommy, Tommy moved to Crew Falls. He's not even in Aberdeen anymore. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. So Tyler would fit. Do you when you when you mention both hosts, when you say both their names at the same time, which one do you say first? Like, is that might be indicative? Oh no, that is a really that's a thing. Is it is it Tommy and Tanner or Tanner and Tommy? Well, I would go alphabetic order and say Tanner and Tommy. Yeah. I've definitely like butchered it and said like I, I've I've I have had like in <laughs> my I love it I love it my wife or whatever I've my laugh fucker my laugh uh, <laughs> you I've, froze I've so I just yeah, had to fill yeah. some space <laughs> I don't know. I'll pick me over both of them that's all I know <laughs> I'm gonna pick but, Melissa but, over both of us that's yeah, I know. I, I don't want to. There's. I don't want to have any more uh, drama between the sister podcasts if we don't have to. No, I'm definitely oh, riding. I'm definitely going to ride the line <laughs> until we stop talking about yeah. it. Because. Yeah. But no, that's a that was a good question. Oh, what the fuck! All right, so my my mission is accomplished. Uh oh, mm-hmm. is there more pickleback no. on the floor? No, my wife made this sign that says "the strunk." If you can see it. It's, yeah, and she, it's, it's in and out, but yeah. She hung it above me thinking this will show up on their podcast, but I have everything blurred. You can't see shit behind me except maybe the 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 candle. So Yeah. So I was like, no, let's hang this yeah. flag. This flag behind me. And you just flag? can't see anything because I have everything blurred. Uh, well, what is it? Flag? 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 I know it's flag. I'm from Canada. I don't say flag. <laughs> but we all apparently uh, say things funny. Yeah, it's true. Me too. I say y'all. Um, y'all is pretty common. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say it is. Uh, mostly for the southern states. It's not really a northern thing. There's like yens and, but y'all's it's creeping up. It's all it's all over now. It's because like Texas moved all over. When you when you watch, if you watch Yellowstone, uh, they have a uh, a Texas character, and one of the running jokes is that nobody can understand her. 
Mm-hmm. So if you happen to watch it, I think her name is Skeeter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance to watch it, the way she says things, like she says bar instead of bear, and everybody gets all weird about it. Let me know your feelings on that. Because like, I will. I, I've never heard that accent out of Texas, but I'm also not from Texas. So there's parts maybe I don't know about. I think Rip even said she was like maybe West Texas. I think he, he even like derived that she was from like even like a subset the subsect of subsect. Texas. And, Would you yeah, say she's um, from the old western out in the old western town of El Paso? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't talk like that. <laughs> That's me. So I'm actually from El Paso. I know you mentioned oh, it earlier. And that, so that song, so like, yeah. stupidly, that song is in my workout playlist. Yeah, he yes. goes hard. He goes hard. That's like the first he outlaw does. country, like entirely yeah. just telling stories. Of people getting shot and getting drunk and doing drugs. Marty Robbins, right? Yes. I was just going to say that. There's actually a pool in El Paso. So, like, our public pools are named after, like, local celebrities, I guess, whatever. um, People who have done stuff. But there's Marty Robbins pool. Oh, yeah, there is. That's fantastic. Yeah, there is. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're in Texas. But, yeah. All right. Is there anything else we want to cover? Just that I think you called her Skeeter and it's Teeter. Teeter? What, what, it's not Skeeter? It's, te- it's Teeter. Yeah, like, well. like teet. I got, my, I got my Skeeters on, Skeeters on the mind. You got the Arnold, the uh, Arnold best friend on the cartoon show, Ar- Arnold. Remember his name is Skeeter? Oh, yeah, they did say that. They, they did say that on last week's episode. That's the first time I've... That's, that's the first time I thought about the TV show Doug in like 20 years. And that yeah. just made me chuckle. Doug and Skeeter. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Is that where that came? It is subconscious. It's in there. It's a good harkin. It. It's a good harkin. But also that's just what I call mosquitoes some days. Damn Skeeters. Cause I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say mosquitoes like a nightmare. Oh my God. That would take forever. Yeah. Too. I saved literal seconds by just saying Skeeters. <laughs> I'm gonna cash those in someday. <laughs> oh, and this is why this is why it's such a good time at the Live Hard Live Easy Classic. Like this is what happened. And honestly, at the zoo that night, I didn't even. I still like you know you still kind of don't know anybody. I was still kind of on my own. Um, I really didn't drink the way I should have. So, like, uh, I'm so looking forward to next year. We do this again. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I, I can't wait to have you. It's, it's one of those things where I kept seeing you and I'm, and I'm going like, I don't yeah. know, I don't know that person, but everybody was like, well, it's Melissa. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, I need more backstory. Cause but like, also, yeah. yeah. And then you suddenly joined the discord and I'm going like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh regret, no, I regret not talking to that person yeah. the entire time. And I did. I joined the Discord, and like, like Keith advises, you should totally just pay attention and watch for like seven days. Yeah, like just, <laughs> just listen, just read shit. Like, don't, because like I interjected at a certain point on like day two, and like, oh yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. It's fine. It's fine now. Like, I get it. But, like, I also should have just read shit for about seven days because, yeah, it did not go over. Well, even even two days, 
like the just the way we cycle through our inside jokes, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Like, give yourself a day or two if you join the yeah. Discord. Yeah, no, I was, it was like the morning after I joined, I was super excited and I threw some shit out there, and then it was just like no, and I was like, all right, cool, my bad, like my bad. no and i totally knew everyone's got an opinion in there for sure we all do yeah i totally knew i did it we don't do that here if it was anything it was just one of those we don't do that here and like oh no we're not doing that okay cool my bad like i i'm good and after that i kind of stayed quiet the most unserious discord in the discord history oh so good (laughs) so good i love it so much like i don't i can't leave my notifications on i did in the that's a bad idea like all day it was just like ping ping yeah bad ping, idea ping. I, watch this I have all social media alerts blocked including discord i, I can't like you know it, it yeah it's, it's it's too much buddy i would delete i would delete the phone call app if i had the damn choice <laughs> like if it was just so that nobody could ever call me. yeah notifications give me anxiety uh well are you ready are you guys ready to bring it in bring it on downtown i think we, it, it's worth it's worth noting that no matter how much Nate edits out of this, there's no way we didn't hit a a time elapsed PR because we're creeping up <laughs> on like it, it, seven minutes will be three hours from when we were supposed to start. Nobody, so it's probably, nobody's going to listen to this. This like is probably going to be <laughs> a solid two hour forty minutes or something. So like my goal was just to get like a two two hour one minute episode, and I think we hey. suppressed that by at least forty minutes tonight. I, I had to. I think I, I had to text my wife and go, "I'm at a beer. Can you bring me one?" it's great we've just been sitting here for so long so let's wrap it up real quick guys all right yeah let's let's bring it in for a landing because i think i can taste my piss right now yeah weird that's a weird sentence it's overflowing i have to go whatever (laughs) joey took a break like 40 minutes ago oh my god yeah and actually yeah that was that was bad yeah I'm like looking, I keep looking for like a bottle that I can piss in. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing, nothing big enough to hold the rest of it. There's nothing big enough to contain it all. <laughs> like, no, I, I can keep you on my air. Like, you guys can come with me. You ever take a chip out of porcelain, stand it back so far? Like, it was. <laughs> anyway, you can find us at Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. <laughs> or the website, unpaidinternpodcast.com. <laughs> uh, check out our sponsors, Massonomics, and uh, going forward, hypedust.com, hopefully. Um, where can we find you guys? I am Big Keith. You can find me on Instagram at KeithHoneyKit73. Go follow my orange gym at the No Wine Cellar. Uh, do everyone a favor. Do us a favor and go uh, rate us and review us on Insta on uh, on iTunes and Spotify, please, so we can get those numbers up. And we'll start reading some uh, Apple reviews if we actually get some new ones. And Melissa, where can we find you? Yeah, so we are on the road to one hundred ten. On the road to ten. Ten. We're on the I road. Think we, I, think, I think we have over ten. Not many. <laughs> Do we? All right. Uh, so we're on the road to fifty. So unpaid and underrated. Uh, I told you where you can find me earlier. I am at Weldicorn everything. Big Weldicorn or Big Melissa's Weldicorn on the Discord. So come find me. Uh, and um, you know what? Uh, we were going to have Big Matt on this weekend, but if he doesn't stop correcting my fucking math in the Discord, might have to have a word or two. Anyway. <laughs> you're a you're 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 an athlete, not a mathlete. For sure. And he won the uh meme contest, one of the categories about two and a half years ago. So I think that guy is like 
you know, it passes prime. It's fine. Uh, all right, guys. Well, go ahead and, uh, you know, tune in next week. And uh, until then, we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, uh.